What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is our dear friend, the Halo Master himself, Mr. John Jagsney. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> and MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artists, suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Mograph.com. And I've been doing some live streams on mm-hmm. TikTok just for fun. Nothing major, you know. TikTok is one of those places where you set up a stream and you aim it at your computer while you're doing something. And then Which you just weird. talk to people. Yeah. I, I, don't I mean, know. some people enjoy that, you know. You come across I like coming across what? the ones where people are like three D printing and stuff. It's funny, funny, uh uh I you know, I was TikToking yeah last night and mm-hmm. the MoGraph one came up like four times. And so yeah. I would sit there and watch it for a small amount of time and I was like, Why does he keep on rewinding everything? Why is he rewinding the timeline? It's because the image is flipped. So the timeline oh, moves I forgot backwards to flip it. instead of the other way. You it's have funny. to flip it every time and it's it, dumb. I know you got to, and and so I do like a lot of TikTokers do. You roll for a while, and then you turn it off, and then mm-hmm. you restart it because TikTok through the, the algorithm. algorithm starts spitting the it algorithm. out at people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's probably why it I, kept spitting you, it you out have to at me. Flip it. You have to flip it every time. Yeah, yeah. It was it was showing it to you over and over, I guess. And uh, you know, talked to a couple people on there. It's kind mm-hmm. of fun. Uh, met somebody who had just started listening to the show, actually. That's cool. And uh, talked about uh, MoGraph TV, mm-hmm. which is coming out soon. We're running a, little, a few more tests. We're actually live streaming to it in the background. Are we? As a, as a simulcast stream. Did yeah. everything work uh, all right? Everything seems to be working right now. Um, we'll find out after the show. It's something that we're going to do eventually. We're not going to do it right at launch because there's just a lot of things to take care of. But mm-hmm. um, once everything is stable and we know it's running well, we'll be interjecting that feed into it as well now both streams will be running on mograph.com so um, you shouldn't be getting a lot of alerts about mograph tv going live unless it stops for some reason Mm -hmm. Uh, it has to be restarted but our test it's it's gone for a month without stopping and that's only because i had to turn it off and do some maintenance right um so both streams will run simultaneously, so you'll be able to either click that or click on us whenever it's live stream time. And uh, at first, you'll only catch the live stream for this show on the actual scheduled live stream link, not mm-hmm. on MoGraph TV. You will catch the repeats mm-hmm. each week on Tuesdays, I believe, mm-hmm. um, as well as some repeats of some other live shows, uh, including Rocket Lasso. You'll be able to catch a lot of uh, like the recent version of that and uh you'll be able to what other live streams do we have we've mm-hmm. got live streams from boris effects mm-hmm. we've got um a lot Max of on. a ton of stuff from Maxon, of course mm-hmm. um you know replays and talks and tutorials and and all the fun things there and then you'll be able to also um watch stuff f- from uh plain arts like the the podcast that mm-hmm. that andy does um who it's else? Be great. Isaac, Isaac's channel, and mm-hmm. then, uh, of course, last but not least, tutorials and other things from John Jagsney. Hi, that's also me. Be <laughs> on MoGraph TV, you'll see him appearing in and out, giving uh, little tips and tricks, interstitials. 
for for y'all that are are brand new to motion graphics, there's a lot of good tutorials on like WTF is After Effects and mm -hmm. things about Illustrator or maybe programs you haven't touched before. So uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. We've been working a be whole great. year on this. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. A lot, a lot of media. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. I'm, uh, I'm I'm really excited yeah. for it because I a lot of the time when I'm like doing just things where I, I've already I things I have muscle memory for, I can just put that on in the background and just like listen mm -hmm. to tutorials and pick up little things here and there. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah, and and there's something more i don't know organic about just having it on and discovering something like mm -hmm. it's it's not you're not you're you're passively discovering instead of actively right. discovering right? right you're not going on youtube and looking for something very specific you might see something you never would have seen if you were looking for stuff because when right. you're looking for stuff you're like oh i want to learn about houdini right you don't learn about like random third-party plugin that you've never heard of before mm -hmm. you know so I was thinking about There's, it the other day, and it's going to be really interesting once people start watching this, you know, or keeping this on in the background, how the conversations amongst the Twitter sphere and, you know, meetups and stuff like that will, uh, like, people will be referencing things that they've seen previously in the week. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, right. you can do this. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, this is a main topic of discussion that we right. just so happen to, you know, have scheduled out or whatever, which is neat. And and it's it's great because it's kind. Of, I mean, it's in linear form, which is something that we're not used to these days. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, just structured, scheduled, static form. Mm -hmm. But what I think is great is you get to stay up to date on a lot of industry news and things because there's going to be interstitials and breaks and mm -hmm. tips and you know updates and. Um, we plan on evolving it even more. Yeah, there's going to be so much more. But this uh, is just and, and, phase one of MoGraph yeah. TV. And commercials and stuff, too. There's commercials on there. But we try and put, like, some edutainment stuff in there and mix it with other things. And trying to get back that that feel of, like, a television station, right? Mm -hmm. You know? And, uh, you know, maybe in the afternoons you check out the MoGraph Funhouse. And it's <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't exist yet, but it could. You know, stuff like that. We're I like just that. Coming Let up me host MoGraph Funhouse. I'll take that it's one. It's just like... Yeah, it, it'll it's just like be, it'll meet me and Jags just messing around in the Rococo suits. <laughs> yeah, dressed as clowns. Mograph Fun Funhouse is all live Rococo in Unreal. Right. Doing right. Yes. Like, oh, that sounds so good. Let's do oh, it. Oh, dude, uh, could you imagine clowns? improv comedy, like an improv comedy group, all in Rococo suits, all doing stuff. Oh, that'd be live. fun. R and you live. have a whole yeah. set. Right. You have a set that's like the fake house, the fake clubhouse, right, 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 playhouse. Right. Okay, my yeah. brain is very much thinking <laughs> SNL, but yeah. all MoGraph, all Unreal, where yep. like yeah. all the set yeah. is like actual people like moving things, like make it feel like yeah. a, th a theater yeah. experience. Absolutely, jokes about rendering, right? It's good. <laughs> Here's right. the thing about MoGraph TV is like I'm writing it those down. ideas are just pouring out. Like we have had so many ideas. There's too much to even ever do. Yeah. So mm -hmm. we're going to need help. We're going to need people who want to, you know, participate and, and things. And, um, one of the ways that we're doing that, because obviously we're not going to create all this content ourselves is we're going mean, to have YouTube. Partners. We're going to pr produce a lot of it, but not all. There of it. is a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would love to have a studio eventually as well. That's the goal news updates and the whole yep. deal. So, mm -hmm. uh, I played television station and radio station as a kid, <laughs> and now I get to do it in real life. Yep. So mm -hmm. that's kind of fun. Um, anything else on the agenda? I don't have a lot as far as the week. 
Mm-mm. Uh, did want to mention, make sure that uh, you spread the word about Brush Up, mm-hmm. the Procreate class with Caitlin. And, yes. Uh, it's an I don't excellent know. course. It's an excellent course. It, it, for me personally... You know, like I, I'm, you know, I, I always feel like I have a hard time getting used to different programs and such. And, you know, Procreate isn't one of those, uh, uh, programs that is, that is, you know, very instinctual, you know, like if you've used Photoshop, Mm. you, I mean, you kind of know what to do about layers and stuff, but as far as like, there's gestures and it's all hand gestures and stuff like that. This course really walks you through a lot of that, the ins and outs of everything. And it really helped me a lot, like jump into procreate and know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, the, I, Jags, I don't know. Do you have the course or not? I can't remember. I do. And I've gone through a couple of the videos so far. And like as, as a motion designer who can't draw, like that, having a Same. tool that should, should just <laughs> guides me in that direction is helping me like my use case for it would be having better storyboards for my clients like w- when i show like my rough uh paint skills in after effects i can actually just use procreate instead and that's what i'm excited to translate it to because if you see some of the storyboards that come out of like disney or riot games or anything they're like full-on animatic mm-hmm. uh experiences and i feel like procreate is one of those tools that can help help pitch to clients uh, ideas so yeah. much easier and if you're an animator like hey you can if you have those illustration skills you could probably take it to the next level as well yeah yeah so check that out on the site you can also get the other classes there um the uh houdini stop being afraid of houdini i did see that uh, sarah is mm-hmm. no longer afraid to be af- not <laughs> afraid afraid of not being afraid of Houdini. There you go. Saw that. And uh, yeah, Vernon says late night adult swim level of weirdness with Rococo yeah, suits. Yeah, totally. I can see that. Totally. And I was just talking to Matt this morning. We're doing these uh, classic MoGraph clips, mm-hmm. uh, stuff that we did back in the day, stuff from other people as well, some mm-hmm. some of our other partners uh, doing these classic clips. Uh, so if anyone knows of any classic clips they want to bring in, but I think we're going to do bumpers that are kind of like adult swim ish mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. weird. But uh, we are talking about doing other things like trippy visuals hour mm-hmm. or uh, demo reel power hour, de- things like demo that. Demo reel power hour half hour. Yeah, <laughs> the power hour half hour, a half hour of power hour. Yeah, so uh, gosh, just ideas, ideas, ideas. And, and every night I lay in bed thinking of more ideas and I mm-hmm. can't sleep. So it's, uh, you know, that's kind of that's been my ultimate dream is to, you know, just do. Just do cartoons the rest of my life, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, hopefully this will make it get us to a point where we can just make cartoon shows the rest of our lives. Yeah, our office will be like the Mad Magazine office, right? Uh, circa The Simpsons, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Did I use that word right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so <clears throat> yeah, that's all I got there. Also, it's Julie's birthday. Oh, so, today? You know, me, Julie, it's her birthday. Huh. Yeah. Why are Happy we doing a show? Julie. Why are you not Yeah, why are you doing a show? Oh, we're hanging out after. We're All right. Out after. I am, my kid, I'm on Saturday. Yeah. What? My, ki- my kid's second birthday is on Thursday. We're celebrating yeah. on Saturday as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we can, you know, have a little barbecue and things. It'll be fun. Yeah. We're hanging out tonight, too, as well, you know. So uh, I don't have any other week rap stuff. Uh, Only other you? thing, you, uh, if camp? in case anyone did not hear, 
Um, we officially announced the dates for Camp MoGraph last week. Uh, for this year's Camp MoGraph, it's uh, September 15th through 19th. You may be thinking to yourself, wait a second, that's, that seems like an extra day. And you would be correct. We added an extra mm-hmm. day for activities and stuff like that. One that has no workshops. It's just fun and activities and hanging out and stuff like that. So uh, it's for people who want to do it at, you know, you don't have to. Or, yeah. you know, it'll be great. It'll be super great. And it'll help us, you know, to where we don't have to pack up and get everything cleaned in like three hours from when we wake right. up and stuff like that so yeah uh, and i may have mentioned it last mm. week but uh the thing about sundays is that flights are more expensive than mondays they so are if yes you wanted to go home no if you have to go home and get back to work on monday you can too yeah that's part yeah. of the we wanted to we wanted to add that option in there because we had quite a few people asking for it you know in the the follow-up emails and stuff like that and so we figured why not you know and this place, man, uh, so it's Camp Silver Beach in Virginia. Um, you can check out some of the pictures and stuff like that online. But, yeah, it's got like 12,000 feet of uh, beach shoreline, which is fantastic. So that should be a lot of fun. Yeah. The cabins are nice. You know, they're they're nice. They're not as they're not as themed and as fun as uh, last right. year's, but they're still nice. Yeah. So and then yeah. we'll have a few other things that we can announce. You know, still working on lining up teachers and workshop people or uh, and fireside chat people. We've got some people in mind, some people we've been talking to, but uh, yeah, stay uh, stay tuned. Uh, for those who are interested in finding out more, you can sign up at campmograph.com. Um, we'll send out an email blast to everyone once we have more information. But save the date. Blast. Save the date. Yeah. September 15th to 19th. Yep. Cool, cool, cool. Yep. We got to get a promo video out. We do. There's Let lots to do. You not that help. we need one. We don't need one. <laughs> I said, no, not that we need. We we are going to make one, though. And actually, uh, yeah, um, Jags, we'll we'll talk to you about that. Maybe maybe we can yeah. talk about some video editing. Because <laughs> you're going to be our our official video person now. Okay. Uh, Sorry, you're I'm already you're already staff. Camp. We, I uh, we volunteered staff. you for staff. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I volunteered, yeah. but Voluntold. I was I, w- I was going to say we should bring our Rococos <laughs> and maybe do like a a <laughs> sketch of what could the live skit could be for <laughs> MoGraph TV. There you go. Okay. Okay. So. I'm hoping by that point we'll already have it going and up and running. Exactly. I mean, you got so, nine months, right? I'm sorry. I'm going to throw this random yeah. idea out there. Fireside chat, like right before it, we do like a, we, we reenact a play. Uh, but <laughs> all the aristocrats in sketch. <laughs> exactly. Oh, but then afterwards okay. we post that uh, like after camp, like, hey, okay. here's the thing from the yeah. fireside okay. chat. Okay. Okay. Virtual. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. Just talk to Rococo about them sponsoring. You're like, hey, you want to yeah. come sponsor? Fun. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Do a Rococo should... workshop. That'd be cool. Coco, ooh, Rococo yeah. workshop. See, that could be fun on the climbing wall. You get... You oh, get, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the With, swing well, or whatever. J- Could you do that? Could you do that? Jameson could can't you... make it, right? So no, we'll have he to... can't make it this year. Because oh, you could put that suit on him and have him climb the wall. And right? Like... Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh, man. That'd be funny. Mm. We'll just have Jags yeah. climb the wall. I can yeah. do pull-ups. I can yeah, do at least three. Are you a climber? Uh, all right, all I right. could. I think I could. Yeah. Or at least yeah. a rope or something. Yeah, just I to could see the capabilities. Yeah. There's a, there's a zip line one. at this one. Could we do a zip Ooh, line? Or would we have absolutely. to have someone like running underneath with the computer sensors? I don't know. Hmm. You'd see, probably... we don't have it yet. <laughs> we don't yeah. know how it works. I think it depends hmm. on how far it is. 
Yeah, but that would be this boring. Is, it's a pretty far zip line. It would just be like it's cool. This it would just be a a yeah. A, <laughs> well, we'd have to make sure that the person the moves a lot. You know. Yeah. That's or like it does like a Superman thing. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> of course, you could just have someone standing. You could up. just do that on the ground. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's be real. Couldn't you just <laughs> ma- make a pose and then just keyframe it in three D? Like yeah, you a long yeah. spline. I feel like we're yeah, getting way. But where's the fun in that? Where's the fun yeah. in that? There's no. That's not fun. So. Yeah. So yeah, you you're gonna be doing this stuff uh, for us, hopefully, and uh, you know. Well, uh, the only person you have to answer to, though, besides us, is head of staff. Head Casey of staff, Hupke. Casey Hupke. Okay. Yeah. Head of staff, <laughs> Casey Hupke. Yeah. Yep. He's going to be on uh, next month or something as well. Mm-hmm. So cool. I'm sure we'll be talking about camp there as well, and we'll have some more information. You know, got to get head of staff on to make right. sure that uh, head of staff, you know, Casey everybody's Hupke, in line. Right. You know, right. everybody's doing what they're supposed to, whoop them in shape. Right. You know, you know. Run drills every morning. Right. Yeah. I'm practice. back for that. Yeah. yeah. He'll, uh, we'll make sure that he has his, you know, camp fedora or whatever. What are those called? Those uh, bucket hats? A bucket hat and like a whistle, you know? Oh, yeah. He definitely needs a whistle. <laughs> At least. <laughs> we, a special spider make, lord whistle. We should make like specific Camp MoGraph bucket hats for him, you know? Yeah. Head, and a two-tone stop. spider lord whistle you you right. hear it normal and the other whistle is so right. high-pitched that only the spider lord can hear it <laughs> but if he has mm. to blow the whistle at you right the spider lord will hear it too mm. you'll know he'll you'll be, be disappointed you will be uh uh <laughs> <laughs> like who's spider lord guess you gotta come to camp yeah There's i gotta come to camp every get all year. those yeah mm-hmm. gotta get all those uh all the inside jokes yeah exactly <clears throat> So let's move on to Jags. Jags. Let's talk about you, Jags, and we're going to talk a lot about Unreal Engine as well today. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be kind of our focus. Um, We're going to talk about Rococo and all that, but let's start at the beginning Mm -hmm. and and tell everybody about you and tell everybody about like how you got into the things that you're in right now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I I, I guess if we go to the very beginning, I uh, when I was a kid. I lived in San Diego slash Alpine, and um, I'm not dad. I'm not sure if you're listening. Uh, he <laughs> was one of the original partners of this company called Wildstorm Comics. So he uh, did all the business side for them. So I would be. I w- I've been very close to the comic book industry my entire life. So being in the entertainment industry, like I've gone to more comic cons uh, than I can remember. That's fun. And, and yeah. um eventually this he, explains a lot about you jack sorry yeah yeah no, no, <laughs> no like I, I like i love the entertainment industry it's all like, clicking right now as close to that as i can <laughs> and uh he moved to we moved to connecticut and because he got a job at dc comics as their vp so he's been part of the entertainment industry and this all ties back into motion graphics in a moment um throughout um all that time, I was also playing too much World of Warcraft, too much Halo, too much Battlefield, and I loved watching... There's too much? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> way too much. Dude, oh. if you type slash played on World of Warcraft, you can see, like, your actual logged-in active playtime. Yeah. I have oh, over 500 Steam. days played Word. on World of Warcraft. Just World of Warcraft. And I'm 29 like, years old. That's like a year and a half, how, dude. Wait, oh, how A year many? and a half straight of World of Warcraft? 500 days of World of Warcraft. 
Over how long? Like three years? Uh, started in 2000. <laughs> over, over 500 days. Five, 2006. <laughs> it's, it's been 500 like days across 500. Yeah. So, <laughs> 500 days over 500 days. I stopped playing very consistently when I was like 23, 24. So about 10 years, there was just like solid time of World of Warcraft. So the reason why the World of Warcraft and the entertainment stuff comes up is I wanted to make YouTube content uh, for video games. So, like, I would record my WoW stuff and make montages of me ganking people. Um, And I wanted to um, make Battlefield montages of me, like, flying in a plane, jumping out and shooting a bazooka at the plane (laughs) that was behind me. Like, just ridiculous stunts. Uh So I would film all of my gameplay and post it to YouTube, uh, a YouTube channel – at a walk my we walk i'll link that in the i'll link that to you dave if if people want to see it all right right. um my dad when he left dc he wanted to make a a, a, his own company so he started a uh board game company with a couple other partners um called cryptozoic entertainment so uh cryptozoic is known originally they started with the world of warcraft trading card game Mm-hmm. And then um, they made other games with like Walking Dead and um, their own original IPs. And I was working there for a very, very long time. I, I graduated high school. I didn't want to go to college because I was like, I just want to play World of Warcraft. I was right. I was a dumb teenager. <laughs> and um, I worked for my dad for a while. Don't ever work for your dad. Um, <laughs> it it uh, we have a good relationship now, but it was challenging for the first bit. I decided to go back to school. I studied economics. Well, you were just playing World of Warcraft on the on on the clock. Yeah, exactly. You weren't the original Jeez. Leroy Jenkins, were you? No, I, I wish. <laughs> but that checking. video is a classic. That is absolutely like my childhood right there. So yeah, when you um, eventually I w- I went back to school. After I after about a year, Cryptozoic, they let go of their video guy, and they were like, does someone know how to make videos? And I raised my hand because I just happened to be in the meeting, mm-hmm. um, and they are like, do you have video experience? And I linked them my World of Warcraft YouTube channel, and they're mm-hmm. like, great, you're hired. Here's, <laughs> here's a Canon T3i. Go make a video. Nice. That's what I'm shooting on right now. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's a great working. camera. I love it's it. It's a good camera. Yeah. yeah. But... I when I first did that, my first video at crypto. If you go to the um, the cryptozoic dot com or cryptozoic YouTube channel, you can scroll back and see like old, like super young Jags where the, 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 all the videos underexposed. I have no idea how to do audio. It was bad. So I said to myself, okay, I see this World of Warcraft stuff, and I can film my game content and get beautiful looking footage because I'm recording a video game. I don't know how to use a camera. Let's just learn After Effects. So um, sure, I started doing motion graphics for a board game videos. And while uh, since they let go of their video guy, I, I said to my dad, like, hey, I love you. I don't want to sour this. Let's let me do marketing. I don't work for you anymore. And he agreed. So they and they agreed. So I, I applied to crypto as like a real um, crypto cryptozoic. It, it's mm-hmm. very confusing being in our industry. Um, I applied for the marketing position, and uh, they gave me the um, the position to help with video stuff. And I did that for um, a handful of years, uh, just learning how to shoot with uh, my phone sometimes or just mainly taking their print files that they would send to a factory and be like, all right, how do I make a 2D card in After Effects? And then just doing titles and stuff. So mm-hmm. that was 
um, my sort of training ground for After Effects, oh, just someone, like... Someone in the chat said, don't forget the Bleach Blonde Jags. Oh, there is <laughs> I a... Ble- need, I need to know about this. Oh, I will link you to the old uh, Cryptozoic videos. You will see... Well, I'm looking uh, at them right now. Is there one in particular? Um... Oh, there's, yeah, you got to link me to it, Matt. I think you there's one further down. Oh, okay. Um, Here's one that's Jags, but he's not blonde yet. Oh, is it like super tiny Jags, oh. though? It's Oh, this was on my birthday of 2015. Oh, so nice. this was seven <laughs> years ago. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. It's about the time that... Uh, oh, I, I think I remember that day. That's when they sang it, Happy Birthday to You in the break room. at. Oh, uh, gosh, that stupid day. That was probably before that. That was probably 2013. I've got the really funny video of Matt's birthday in the break room at our old job. Yeah. Nothing like the... Did you find it? ...boss sexually no. harassing you. you I know. can see it. Giving him I spankings. found it. Oh, oh you found it? Blood. All right. Oh, yeah, nice. bring it up. Oh, yes. This is gold. Oh, cool. <laughs> Come on. I'm sorry, the Jack. wants to see. That's sorry. okay. Thanks, Amanda. <laughs> Hold on. Sorry. Uh, do, 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 do. <laughs> I, I don't even know what photo you're pulling up, so I'm I'm excited to see. No, what you it's, have. A video. it's a video. Oh, it's even video. better. Okay. Oh, stupid Skype. Sorry. I know. I see Matt's typing for a I'm, long I'm time. I'm trying. I'm trying. Leaving my messages on red. I know. Sorry. It's because I'm across two computers, and right now my synergy isn't working on copy and paste. Synergy. Syner- synergy. 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 Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You ready? Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's taking a long time to get this link. The suspense is killing me. I know. Hope right, it'll last. Go. Oh my gosh. Come on. <laughs> Matt is typing. What, what is the problem? I believe. There you go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> Could have sent it to me on something else. I should have, yeah. Go. All right. Oh, oh, oh. Of course, now i got to wait oh for an ad to play. Oh my God. Do you need, uh, you need, uh, you need YouTube, YouTube, uh, YouTube. Premium. Premiere. Premium. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, I just it. got it the other I mean, day. Red tube. Beautiful. I mean, YouTube red. <laughs> you know. Look yeah. at that. Um, nice. I'm not sure if Sarah is watching, but she was the uh, person at Crypto who I worked for who uh, was like, yeah, we believe in your video. She also played WoW, so we were able to... to um vibe on that so she she saw the videos and was like yeah you're great let's let's do this so yeah. this is my first after effects stuff um just taking nice. their their graphics Very nice. and just dropping it in on some title cards i tried to do so many ridiculous things with expressions because i found like <laughs> oh my gosh and, and just like oh let, let's sequence these things i, I was like, very much thinking like i guess it would be a houdini artist now um <laughs> where it's just like let's do procedural animation and i didn't have to do that but that, i love it that, jags i love it thank you thank you for thank you for letting us show that oh. of course yeah. of course my ego is this big it, and it gets bigger every day <laughs> Um, so I did that at Cryptozoic for, um, a while and I was still going to school. I was Mm -hmm. studying econ at Cal State Long Beach, uh, and I eventually got a degree. Um, but that was economics in economics. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So forecasting, why, why, why studying economics and stuff? So I originally went to school because Mm -hmm. I wanted to do game design and my first thought was psychology. Um, should put MoGraph TV on there. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah, what's up with that? Um, Send me the link. <laughs> yeah, keep I, uh, going. Sorry. No, you're fine. I wanted to do <laughs> psychology so for game design, and 
um, I realized that I it wasn't going to be at like the, the job market for psychology was smaller than like getting a finance job, and I could make more money doing economics. Like I could just go work on Wall Street and make a lot of money if I wanted mm-hmm. to. Um, so I was mm-hmm. like, let's do econ because then I can also translate a lot of that knowledge to game design. So like studying markets, uh, estimating like uh, scaling curves for um, leveling up in RPGs and stuff like that. I wanted to take wow. all that math and translate it into uh, video games. So uh, my it's so, so funny. My senior project, I created this uh, – equation that predicted the uh probability that gave us the probability of whether a team would win the championships in overwatch because i did not want to do a a banking project i was like i want to do something related to video games so i was like i bet i could make an equation that uh allows me to um input how much damage a team is doing how much healing they're doing and it would spit out yeah they're more likely to win than the other team so it was ridiculous um so i studied econ for that um, so I have a little bit of a math background, but it's more of like a enough. It, I will do math if I'm interested, but if I am not, like calculus, get it away from me. Oh, uh, I hate calculus. Same way. It's the only reason I'm not a doctor right now. Mm-hmm. And I got through it, but it, like it's if I don't care about it, I'm just I I will put mm-hmm. zero effort into it. Right. So. Um, I studied econ, and um, at the end of my degree, I was like, okay. I'm doing freelance right now, and I'm making a fair amount of cash um, doing uh, videos for board games and some event videos. I had also bought my first Sony camera, um, and my it went from T3i to Sony A9 with a 16-35, mm-hmm. to 35, like super uber lens. I just w- was yeah. like, all in, let's go. And people were like, wow, your quality got so much better overnight. <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So it was like, okay. Finance job, video. Fin- mm-hmm. finance, I'm going to do the video stuff. That's way more yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and then, and I'm, I'm skipping a lot, but I was doing that for a while. After I finished school, I moved in with my mom uh, and was working uh, freelance for a toy company called Super 7, helping them with their video content. And then COVID happened, so we couldn't mm-hmm. do any shooting. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, what do I do? I had some other editing jobs, but then my now current main client, UltraPro, um, they uh, – my my old boss at Cryptozoic, his name is Deacon Wheeler, mm-hmm. he moved to UltraPro, and he recommended me to them to do their video content. And they sent me some sample stuff from uh, 3D. They even included some videos from Already Been Chewed. And we're like, can you oh, do yeah. some of this stuff? Mm-hmm. And what should have come out of my mouth was no. But I said yes. Nah, always say yes. Always Figure it out yes. later or hire exactly. the people what who I can do it. What I should have said yeah. was nothing. What <laughs> I did say was absolutely. Yeah, I um, – I am so grateful for them because in my portfolio, I had already done a bunch of um, like motion graphics 2.5D videos. So they were like, can you do 3D? And I was like, you know what? I've touched Cinema 4D once. I could probably figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I did. So I my first video with them was a Magic the Gathering uh, video for their accessory line. And it was just like some play mats on rolling and some binders and stuff. Um, my other friend, Bree Eklund, um, radioactive tea on Instagram. If, um, you want to check her out, she helped me with the modeling stuff. And then that just sort of, um, 
escalated into like learning Cinema 4D. I picked up the School of Motion um, uh, Cinema 4D base camp. And cool. then immediately after that video, MoGraph had the Unreal uh, course from Winbush come mm-hmm. out. And I was, lo- and The Mandalorian was also being teased. And I'm like, okay, yeah. what is this video game stuff happening? I have one 2080 Ti. Mm-hmm. What can I do with with this because i in that first cinema 4d project i didn't realize that render times were like days yeah i, I was i i just <laughs> right? did not expect that so i ended up taking the unreal course because i was like i need another solution and then ultra mm-hmm. pro was like we have a bunch of board game videos coming up and uh fortunately the products didn't have like translucency or anything with like super complex textures it's just like cardboard and stuff so i'm like mm-hmm. okay and i did a, a little dinosaur promo in unreal uh i remember uh, that it was really good oh thank yeah. you I, i'm really proud of proud of that one there's a a, a game called past the pandas also in unreal and it's mm-hmm. it's also just like very basic textures and it just started doing more unreal stuff and i was like this is great so now I dabble a lot with Cinema 4D, a lot with Unreal, and I kind of just pick and choose which software I use based on what the product is. So, mm-hmm. like, if I'm doing a, a product video for something that's transparent, um, like a transparent material, like a um, a card sleeve, then I'm just like, all right, we have to use Octane or Redshift. But yeah. if I'm using uh, – if it's, like, simple stuff where it's just, like, graphics on a card with a box, it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're totally going to do this in Unreal. So – I like that. I like the way. I, I that's a good way of thinking about that. Yeah, and that that's what some that's something that's interesting about you and your path, you know, into this in general is that uh, you came from, I guess, more of an Unreal background than, say, Cinema 4D like we did. Mm-hmm. I guess you know. It seems like it seems like that's. It seems like we're slightly opposite. Like we do mm-hmm. Cinema 4D and we dabble in Unreal and right. kind of the other way, right? You know. But of course, lately you've been doing a lot of uh, a, a lot of uh, C4D stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like just in, mm-hmm. in you being on Discord and stuff, I've noticed. Um, mm-hmm. how, how are you feeling about like uh, engines and stuff right now, as far as not non real time? So I am going to say it straight up. Cinema 4D, Octane, Redshift, Arnold will always look better than Unreal between, I'm going to say, 2022 to 2024. I I feel Mm -hmm. like just – it is getting very close, but there is just something about the way light reflects and path tracing that you Mm -hmm. get in Octane – uh, and I should mention that Unreal does have a path tracer, uh, but it just mm-hmm. it's better, but it's not real time. So mm-hmm. as someone with one graphics card, I have to make a choice of, OK, do I send this to a render farm or do I render this in house? How long is this going to take? Mm-hmm. I I can't wait for Brigade, for example. Yeah. I'm really yes. excited to see Absolutely. what that does. And uh, I've not dabbled with Octane in Unreal, but apparently it is a thing. Um, it is. Matt has. Here's, OK, I have. I have 100 percent. And here's the thing about like I installed it in Unreal thinking, okay, well, here's what I'll do. I'll export my stuff from C4D. I'll render it in Unreal using Mm -hmm. Octane and it'll practically be like real time. That's not the case because it's using the exact same renderer. So it's Mm -hmm. actually not saving you any time at all. Yeah. You know, you just get you get prettier quality, you know. Mm -hmm. So if mm-hmm. you're used to working in Unreal and you want, you know, that much prettier quality, totally mm-hmm. go for Octane. Mm-hmm. Plus, I think it's free for Unreal, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. So yeah. I I have not dabbled in it yet, but I have a, a little project I'm working on right now that I want to actually try it because with the way um, Brigade is coming out, I, I bet building for octane in unreal i can, and then i can switch interchangeably between oh, real time yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah and actual octane that would just i i could just say to clients all right what's our what is our what do we want this to look like this it costs this much or real time it costs way less pick one yeah and right both of them are, i think it will look really good and mm-hmm. as time progresses that gap between the visual quality will just start nar- narrowing more yeah. because Octane looks so good right now. It, yeah. How much better can they make it look versus Unreal has like obviously they have technical limitations of making it mm-hmm. real time, but like it's gonna get closer to that point. Yeah, I'm very interested to see Brigade because uh, I mean other more than what I've seen so far. You know, just playing around with that the demo that they sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested in seeing it some more. Because like you know, Redshift RT is already out mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the 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 quality that you get with full on Redshift versus Redshift RT, that's that's the big defining factor to me. Is you know how good the shadows look and how the yeah. anti aliasing is. You yeah. know, because just, that's when you get back to like Unreal, where you see like right, the weird exactly. like depth of field causes it to look a little funky on the yeah, edges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, okay. I'm not sure if you guys have played the Halo Infinite campaign. That's not exclusive to Unreal. <laughs> it is also in in Halo. If you look at their cinematics, they mm-hmm. there's just something about game engines that they, they have to cheat it somehow. I don't yeah. know the technicals of that. But yeah. I've seen all game engines have a hard time with depth of field. They have a hard time with translucency. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. super excited for 4.27 um, Unreal 4.27 because they, they finally enabled... Uh, product or translucent materials to cast shadows and i was like oh my god this is game changing Mm -hmm. but it looks better in octane like just the way translucent materials look in Mm -hmm. octane versus unreal it's there it's it's physically accurate in octane versus in unreal they're cheating it and yeah it's fake shadows exactly it's like it's like the light uh yeah the fake uh, shadows in octane in uh what's the what's the base Kernel, uh, uh, <laughs> light. If you hadn't said it, I I would know. Starts I know. Now I'm like uh, direct light. Direct lighting. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I should mention I on one one of my uh, projects for Ultra Pro. Um, it's uh, I'll, I'll also link it somewhere. It's uh, this product called Table Topics, and their box is actually translucent. And that was my first project doing uh, translucent material. Um, in unreal and they loved it like it actually looked pretty good so i i and i had a chat with them like hey look like we could do this in octane but your deadline is in a week and a half we mm-hmm. don't have the time to like and i again i have one at the time i had a 2080 so i was like okay we could do it in unreal and get it done faster and it will look very good it will look mm-hmm. still very good like the transmits translucent materials are casting shadows or here's this like quick um storyboard shot of what it, that same scene would look like in octane because it's just a cycle wall with some cards and the box that's it mm-hmm. um but it would still take me about maybe w- one to two minutes per frame on my one card or going to a render farm or i could just render it in real time and it still looks like really good translucent shadows so i'm mm-hmm. like they were like, yeah, we can't, we can barely tell the difference. Sure, just use Unreal. And I was like, thank God. So, <laughs> yeah, I know I can, I can totally see that for certain clients being totally enough 
mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like like unreal. This is enough. We don't need anything crazy, super ultra realistic. Mm-hmm. We just need to do this thing and put it out there on the internet and let people see what it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Mm-hmm. Because those people are not going to pay attention to, oh, you know, I think the edge of those cards were a little jagged. I, yeah. I don't think I'm going to buy this set. Mm-hmm. You know, like, <laughs> I, yeah. Um, I, love, I love what James said in the chat. Rendering is about what's best for the project, not what's best overall. I like that. That's, that's right. That's a that's good a really way good of way thinking about it. it. Yeah. That's right. That's what you say when people are like, what render engine, bro? <laughs> mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about the Unreal uh, Halo project that oh, you did. Yeah, let's, let's get let's into talk that about a little that. bit. Okay, okay yeah. Um, start from the beginning as why you decided to do this in the first place and, what, and, and of course, what it is for those who don't know. Okay. Um, do we want to play it first or? Yeah, yeah let's play it. We could totally play it. We could totally play it. I'll bring it up on, uh, on the YouTubes. And... Um, I will. Here's what I'm going to do because this is an audio show. I'm going to bring it up and play it while we're while we're talking. Yeah, about I was going to say, why don't we just mute it <laughs> so then I can kind of just like yeah. go through the process of it. So yeah. at the beginning of 2021, I said to myself, I wanted to Self? consider. Self? Yeah, <laughs> I, I I wanted to recreate video game trailers live action. So. Mm-hmm. That would be the the ones I thought about were the Halo trailer, Halo Three, the um, uh, World of Warcraft: Burning Crusade, and uh, World of Warcraft: Wrath of the Lich King. Somehow, I don't know how I would do that, but I wanted to figure that out. Um, COVID happened; it was happening, and traveling was harder. So, and I was learning Unreal at the time. So, I was like, "All right, let's try." doing unreal i'm actually going to rewind a little bit if you go to my youtube channel i actually have a little toy trailer that i made of a little uh, master chief action figure Mm -hmm. where i brought Mm -hmm. him to the grand canyon and like with element 3d put some capital ships in the background and some banshees (laughs) uh with my 90 macro lens i was standing on the edge of a cliff trying to get these shots of this little action figure (laughs) that's funny and it was like do it in post bro exactly um and I did that shoot in about three hours because um, we were only in the Grand Canyon for uh, three days. Um, and I was also on a uh, date with my girlfriend. So I was mm-hmm. like, all right, well, I'll do this on the <laughs> side. But like – and I, I could probably get some of these shots. It's six shots. So mm-hmm. – um, and I'll do most of it in post. Long story short, I found out doing it live action was going to be incredibly challenging. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's do this in Unreal. At Camp MoGraph, Matthias and I were talking about doing some projects. He loves video games from the mid-2000s, Halo, Mass Effect, so many games that came out during that time that were just epic. Mm-hmm. And I... No pun intended. And I thought the Halo 3 trailer would be a good start to that because, one, Halo Infinite is um, hyped right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it, there's a lot of th- stuff happening with that. Uh, everyone's playing it, so um, there's that. And then also, it's it's really a six-shot film. That's, that's all it is. There's six components, and there's not a whole ton of things in the scene. It's an environment, mm-hmm. some grass, a character, some wreckage, a big alien ship, and some other spaceships and the master chief model so yeah, i was like this is this is easy <laughs> sure, that, cake, right? when matthias and i were at camp yeah. we we're like yeah this is t- 
totally doable, very easy. We can bang this out in a week. And I suddenly realized that to do it right, there were a lot of things that I did not think were going to um, come up. So like, for example, uh, blowing grass in the wind. I didn't know how Mm -hmm, to do that. mm -hmm. Doing landscape materials or like a a landscape that is so big to encapsulate the real trailer. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that. Like we tried using a a 16K map and it crashed on Real 5 because I didn't know how to build that um, (laughs) correctly. Uh, Then using an 8K map and I think, yeah, I think we ended up using an 8K map. But even then when you have that big of a texture, you just get tiling everywhere. So then I had to figure out, okay, how do I get this landscape to not look like gross from like, right. cause it, because the scene is so big and that big wide shot of the big alien um, portal thing mm-hmm. in the background, there was, you would just see tiling everywhere. And I'm like, okay, how do I figure this out? Mm-hmm. So um, on my YouTube channel, there is a, uh, for those of you who are listening, there's a video that um, goes into the behind the scenes of it. Um, when Matthias and I jumped on, I didn't know how to model. So he modeled all the wreckage stuff. We found the Master Chief online. Um, we built the environment ourselves. So that entire landscape uh, I built in World Creator uh, cool. and then doctored it up in uh, Unreal with the landscape tool. And then there's so much mega scans in it. It is mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like all the cliffs that are there. It's like two or three of their... Uh, their desert cliff pack just mm-hmm. duplicated and scaled and resized and changed cool. slightly. So then it would create that depth. Uh, the cliff from the landscape actually didn't have um, a, a sharp cliff fall off. It actually, it ramped down because I couldn't figure out how to get it to um, s- slope, do a, do a, a 90 degree cliff. Sure. So mm-hmm. I just had to have like layers of the that mega scans cliff over and over. Mm-hmm. Um so once we had like the models and the mega scans um set up the biggest challenge was making it feel like there was depth in the scene with fog and yeah. Yeah, yeah, using yeah. um <clears throat> using the tools in Unreal to but giving it detail because in Unreal you have a tool called exponential height fog where it creates fog in the distance. But in the foreground, it doesn't have like wisps of like smoke coming by. So we kitbashed so much stuff from the Unreal Marketplace to uh, get smoke in the scene, get fire in the scene, mm-hmm. get blowing grass in the scene. Um, in that YouTube video I mentioned, the BTS, uh, I go into all the packs I bought to how much um, did you spend total uh some of it i did get free i think it was at least 300 bucks okay that was going to be my question i didn't know if this is all free stuff or yeah i know for a fact that i bought the master chief model on sketchfab or turbo squid one of one of the two for 30 dollars I that's not bad. That's a the, good model too. Yeah, no, that's a great looking model. Yeah, uh, I, yeah. His the, whoever designed it. I'm sorry, I don't remember your name, um, Master Chief Modeler. If you're listening, <laughs> um, he, it's in the description of the BTS and the trailer. Um, the dust pack I think was sixty bucks. The mm-hmm. fire pack was another sixty. Like all the Unreal Marketplace assets are very cheap mm-hmm. because they're built for a video game engine. So you're not getting like. 10 4k textures you're getting right 1k or 2k textures so did you, um did you uh uh was there any comp work at all no my no. so matthias and i were talking about <laughs> comping 
and <laughs> <laughs> this you in the helmet. Oh awesome. uh, yeah, it sits on uh, my on Jags, my computer. You're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. So Matthias and I, we were talking about comping in trap code particular for the big sky vortex. Right. But I'm thinking to myself as a someone who's getting into Unreal, who has very little uh, experience with After Effects and comping, their brain is thinking, what can I do in camera? So I was like, we need to do everything in camera because uh-huh. our target demographic for this is um, – People who yeah. want to start learning Unreal and they have one, they, they want to stick in one piece of software mm-hmm. and they don't want to right. buy um, Trapcode Particular. And right. I, I should say, I love Trapcode Particular. It has its use on so many things. For this, it, it didn't, I, I don't think it would have worked. So um, we thought about that was the only thing we wanted to comp together. Those are all my friends from uh, high school, us doing land parties <laughs> and stuff. Nice. Um, I'm going to have to go pause one right. by frame by frame. Oh, yeah. You'll take a look at that oh, here. I miss, the, I miss those days. <laughs> um, and so we didn't we, – to answer your question, Matt, we didn't do any comping because I didn't feel like it was the right way to execute on the project because I'm trying to live mainly in Unreal and make, right. make sure. a lot of my work feel – like a video game because as time goes on, video games are just going to look better and better and better to the point where we're going to have a hard time differentiating film and video game. They're just mm-hmm. going to be equivalent at that point. Mm-hmm. So no comping, but um, we might do something at some point. I, I will say comping in titles after the fact I think is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like After Effects text animation tools are just better. Sorry. Uh, sorry, Unreal. But like the anime, <laughs> um, but like you don't need that for... Uh, an in-engine tool so it's like yeah let's if we have to do any fancy text animation or like um tv graphics inside unreal i would consider bringing that and like doing that in after effects and then bringing it into unreal but like the final camera render all we did is do some uh curves and some i added Mm -hmm. a touch of noise to it to make it feel a little bit more Mm -hmm. vintage so to speak and um yeah, but the stuff it. with your girlfriend, though, that was comped. Yes, okay, I, I take that back. That was comped. Right? Because that was, yeah. Yeah, that's... Because you shot that. Anything that's, like, yeah. 2D, I, I feel like should be, um, could be overlaid. So, like, the glitchy stuff with Cortana, that was using trap code form, um, and we just green screened that in my bedroom, like, literally five uh-huh. feet from <laughs> me. Um, <laughs> yeah and yeah uh, when you were showing like that ending shot ended look or that shot right there uh mm. it looked so good oh, final and i was i when you were sending us the early tests and stuff like that i was like oh boy jack's got some yeah, work to do yeah yeah <laughs> dude there i will be completely honest it's a it's a plight that all artists have they're unhappy with um their work and i'm, mm-hmm. I'm still right. unhappy with it for in some ways like the way the, the because the scene is not as big as i wanted it to be i'm like oh i i see that but everyone says it looks good and it was important mm-hmm. to me to have a self-imposed deadline because otherwise it just would have never gotten done right like right, right, right. it would have just been fussed to death and i i can't remember the artist's name who did that star wars stormtrooper thing in redshift uh, Sakani. Sakani, yeah, yeah that that thing like yeah. that was so cool and i'm curious how long he worked on that because we started the halo trailer in matthias and i started i think like a, a couple weeks after camp mograph mm-hmm. and we would meet 
on Fridays. That was it. Fridays for like three to five hours, we would just talk about that until mm -hmm. December when I actually had some free time away from clients to like work on it more consistently. Um, but from like October to middle of November, it was just like one day a week. And then it went to like two days a week. We would just like go into it. And then the weeks before December 31st, our deadline, I, it was like every day I was like in there fussing with something like dialing and settings, watching tutorials, figure out how do I do, how do I do better looking fog? Um, mm -hmm. how do I get better overlays in it? Um, and honestly, I did not do a good job with the rendering. So, uh, However, I built the scene file. It ended up taking about 30 seconds per frame, which sounds oh, wow. very reasonable. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's so, not good for Unreal. No, it is not. <laughs> but Go ahead, it's, Dave. It's not, it's not that Unreal can't do it. You just mm -hmm. have to figure out how to get there. Yes. Right. So right. I, it's also like Unreal, people, when they hear it's real time, mm -hmm. it's not real time. You, if you have zero ray tracing if you have very little effects if you have um not a ton of texture detail it will be real time mm -hmm. but the second you start adding like ray tracing with like 16 samples or a bunch of translucent shadows it starts to slow down a little bit or you add motion blur it starts to slow down a little bit it is still significantly faster than octane or redshift mm -hmm. um it and really what it comes down to is scene optimization. Where are you pulling – where is your GPU um, allocating most of its resources towards? I actually don't know where we slowed down with the Unreal trailer. Um, like it still being 30 seconds for the way it looks now, 30 seconds per frame, it still looked pretty good and that's still pretty reasonable. There mm -hmm. are Unreal renders that I bet you could do that would look beautiful that would take like 60 seconds of frame. Um, but you'd be throwing like 128 samples of ray tracing at it mm -hmm. um, and – a lot of the the way I, I found motion designers and VFX artists work is that we don't care about render time. Like if we have the resources to render something uh, and the time to render it to mm -hmm, make it yeah. look good, we will do that. Absolutely. Um, and with video games, it's the other way around where we really have to consider about the player experience, optimization, even though I'm not making a video game, I would like to at some point. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> we have to think about, okay, is someone going to be on a 1080 or is someone going to be on a 3090? So mm -hmm. like leaning towards, um, what the, the final thinking about what the final way, the, I, I guess, viewer or gamer will experience, um, the content, uh, will determine how you optimize a scene. So like for me, I will always, I, I will most likely always build things to be more filmic ready. So I'll, I'll deal with like five seconds of frame. Um, mm -hmm. but if you're de yeah. designing a game, that's, that's unacceptable. That is, uh, right. 0.25, uh, seconds, uh, 0.25 FPS or something like that. So, mm -hmm. or 0.2. Right. So, um, yeah, it's unreal is a, such a fascinating tool and the way virtual production is going right now with being able to connect a DSLR to it and use it, um, w that comment earlier using the render specific renders for the job is mm -hmm. so important to consider and like that's something i'm always thinking about every day when it comes to unreal because if i could live in unreal all the time i would <laughs> but it's your I own personal a... metaverse exactly exactly <laughs> but i have a project right now where it's um a uh, card protector and it's a translucent 
it's a translucent card protector. It's called a mm-hmm. one touch and it has a little magnet on it. And I'm like, I could do all these animations in Unreal, but because it's translucent and we and the look of the product is very important, we're using Octane instead. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, um a lot of Halo stuff. M- modeling. Okay. Was a modeling yeah, you of have anything to- that you so sorry, yeah. sorry to interrupt. Um, no, no, go ahead. The, but going to modeling, like, yeah, there's nothing in Unreal right now that lets you model, correct? No, not okay. at all. Not that I know of. Most people are like saying Blender, Blender, and right. Maya are the tools, yeah. and Maya scares me because of the price tag. Yeah, like, well, they've got I, a yeah. they've got an indie version. But oh, just, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's like. 250 or something per year okay um but it you have to do something specific um in order to make sure that they don't upgrade you the next year to the full version oh got it okay. yeah yeah that's where they get you that's and get blender you. is looking really enticing to me right now but one of the biggest gripes i have with blender is that tools like mograph mm-hmm. are not in blender and you have to get extra plugins for mm-hmm. that to get cloners, for example, like to get a very modular cloner like in cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, so my brain is like, no, I just want to stick in cinema because for advertisement content, MoGraph and um, the ability to change, uh, make changes with fields and stuff is just so much more uh, visually exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and doing that in Blender feels like it, it, it's more challenging. And I don't know if you can animate cloners in Blender with their plugin and then bring those clones into Unreal. Mm-hmm. But I know with Cinema, when they fix the uh, Cineware stuff, um, it works great. I've done a couple promos for Ultra Pro with uh, their Magic the Gathering products where I'll have like a fan of cards where it's just like fans open or like mm-hmm. a deck of cards comes out. And like that's so easy with cloners. So I'm like, I wish I could stick in Cinema. But. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, Blender is really calling to me for the modeling, for uh, the MoGraph tools. I'm sorry, Blender sticking, uh, calling to me because of the modeling and the better connectivity to Unreal than Cinema. So it's like, mm-hmm. what do I? Which do I pick to use? I wish I could use one. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm curious why uh, you would think Unreal would have some of those tools as well. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't know. So, like how much how much how much do you do in Unreal versus like 3D? You're you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you yeah. Know, your 3D package. Cinema, Blender, yeah. Maya, whatever. That's a yeah. good question. So uh, I'm going to use that dinosaur project as a reference mm-hmm. um, for that. So what I did is the the models were STLs from the mm-hmm. client because that that's how they printed them. So they mm-hmm. sent us the STL. Uh, my colleague Bree she uh, retopologized and retextured those in Maya. You can do that. You can do all that part in Maya, Blender, Cinema, etc. Mm-hmm. We did the camera animation. We did the piece animation and the like the game components in cinema. So the scene in cinema looks like the board game pieces, the box, and the little um, the the game board in cinema. So there's nothing mm-hmm. else in the scene. There's no like floor or table that it's on. There's no um, like platform. There's no gravity or anything. It's just like they're just moving in the space. And then with 
uh, the Cineware plugin for Unreal, we are importing that into Unreal, into an empty scene, and then we're dressing up the scene around the, the cinema animation. So, like, the cinema animation never changes, mm-hmm. but the um, the getting the final look is done in Unreal. So, like, the mm-hmm. lighting, the, mm-hmm. the atmosphere, mm-hmm. all the mega scans, trees and stuff, the fog, all that is done in Unreal. So, like, I, I think... Um, w- whatever 3D software you're using, Blender, Maya, Cinema 4D, for my workflow, I found that doing the animation stuff is faster in those respective tools because they're they're built around animation versus um, Unreal is built around getting like a real-time look. Right. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. We uh, got on a call with Brandon Clements mm-hmm. the other day, who he is coming out with uh, uh, the RTX course on our platform, and uh, it's going to have mostly to do... It's very advanced. It's an advanced course. This is not a beginner's course. Uh, it's, it's about op- optimizing your scenes with RTX and whatnot. And uh, I think, Jags, you and Brandon might end up doing something. I don't know if it's going to end up being a blog or a stream or, or something where he takes you through that Halo project mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. figures out, okay, how can we make this real time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, how could we optimize this in order to make it work? Um, I, I think it would be really interesting mm-hmm. because I just don't, I don't even know how he does some of his voodoo with his optimizations, but some of the scenes that he has in his course, it's incredible that mm-hmm. it's real time. I don't yeah. know how he does mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I'm going through some of his videos right now. Um, is it? Okay? I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, you're you um, can. Yeah, you're beta testing. Yeah. Okay, mm. I'm beta testing the RTX yeah. course right now, and it's very interesting to see how a lot of it is working, and it's getting me to think about how I built the Halo project because some of the scenes in there are not overly complex, and I think the way I built the scene was just getting complex for no reason. Right. And okay. I, I think Brandon is really helping me understand and the, the course is helping me understand what parts of my project and my scene need to be complex and what does not need mm. um, a lot of detail. Right. Where, where, where am I get? where do I need to pull from the graphics card? Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of the time you don't need a ton of samples for uh, ray tracing, for example, like, 
uh, in the course, uh, if you turn up your samples or your bounces for your ray tracing, if you're looking through, like a, if you have a chrome ball next to a chrome ball in real life, they would just reflect each other infinitely. Um, but in Unreal, you can set it to bounce once and right. it will appear as a, as a, a, a black sphere on, in the first reflection. But if you set it to two bounces, it'll bounce twice. And then right. if each incremental sample. And for the Halo project, I was like, nope, just throw samples at it. I don't care. It's a film project. Let's make it look good. Mm-hmm. And like learning that was like, oh, that's really useful. I bet that probably would have helped me on the Halo project, uh-huh. knowing what this slider does rather than just like – because in – octane or redshift when you use automatic sampling if it looks noisy you just like all right just crank up the samples more and just wait um but in unreal you have that control to say like no let's let's be calculated with this Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of push and pull there and i i think that's going to be something coming up in the next handful of years for unreal artists and um like how do we if we're, if the industry is going towards real time, we have to learn how to make things real time because it's easy to just throw more samples at something and to make right. it look mm-hmm. good. Right. Find that balance. Exactly. Um, let's let's circle back to the motion capture a little bit because mm-hmm. it seems like it was an interesting experience. I don't think it all went according to plan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, now now you borrowed Windbush's suit mm-hmm. and you and Matthias um, you had lunch with. With Winbush and mm-hmm. I think uh, Sabor, yeah, yep. Sabor there too, yep. and uh, well, so cool. brought brought back the the suit, started working on it, which mm-hmm. was awesome because it was a huge suit, and so Matthias was the only one who could fit in it, and mm-hmm. uh, y'all got on Discord, which was great because I think uh, Vernon was there, Jeremy, I was there uh, for a little bit, yeah, um, and you were doing this capture. Mm-hmm. While we're sitting on Discord looking mm-hmm. and, and, and messing with it, I think Vernon helped you through some of the uh, mm-hmm. the ins and outs of getting it into cinema. But even so, there were some steps, but it didn't seem that bad. And, you know, within 20 minutes or so, you had something working. And mm-hmm. that's when I was convinced. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's version one of the suit. Let's buy version two. Right. Uh, because it seemed easy enough. So what were some of the issues that you that you ran up on? So I, I guess I should first mention I was also sold in that moment that like this is next level, um, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting a suit because I do think that the second version is going to be like f- fixing a lot of the bugs that I uh, encountered. I also am believing that Matthias and I did not do the workflow correctly because mm-hmm. yes, we could spend about twenty minutes or so and get it into cinema, but when we, uh, I think it was last week's show when you had. Um, Nick on um, Smearballs, and uh-huh. he, he mm-hmm. said um, to have there's another piece of software called uh, iCloner or something like I, that. iClone, mm-hmm. uh, cloner, yeah, yeah, and that helps with cleanup. And yeah, uh-huh. I uh, I didn't do that. We didn't do that. So when I opened up the FBX for the first time from straight from Rococo uh, with some of the filters on for preventing knee popping, it still was not where i wanted it to be it looked mm-hmm. janky it looked weird and it would have bothered me do you think Go that's going to be fixed in the new version in version two i would think so because okay. yeah there is a um like, <laughs> look at that janky like, look, look, <laughs> yeah uh, when yeah. people talk to me about software and they get frustrated at software 
I sympathize, but I also try and sympathize with the the engineers on their end as well. They're probably aware of a lot of the issues that we're working right. with, and they're of course working on it. Like it it looks pretty good <laughs> for some stuff, but um, I what we got from that day, it just it didn't look quite right, and I I felt like this shot right here, it would have not looked as clean so Mm -hmm. gabby who was on in the um the winbush uh class showcase um that's her uh she has an xn suit and she helped us out big time with that she is an amazing motion capture artist um and that helped us i think for the second version of the rococo they're more than likely aware of these these uh slight knee popping issues it was so minor that, like, I bet I could have gotten away with it and did some minor cleanup. But I was mm-hmm. just like, I have to get this done on December 31st. I'm just going to ask some friends to help out. I, I think for <laughs> yeah. my use cases, um, getting the suit, like, my first idea is doing some, like, exercise tutorials. Like, how do you do a squat? Because I, <laughs> yeah. I have a squat rack in my garage. That's, so like, that's not a bad idea. How cool is that? Yeah, you idea. could have, like, a really silly uh, avatar for that, too. Exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, over the top. Or, like, imagine... Clown suit. Dude, getting <laughs> Goku to teach people how to exercise, that would get people in, in the gym, I think. Yeah. Teach people how to do the run... What's the run called? With, you got your arms behind your back? The Naruto oh, the run? run. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Teach people how to do that in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> well, but see, in real life, you could put something against your chest to hold you there so people would think you're just really good at right? it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's funny. So, yeah, like that's why I wanted to get the, the suit. And I, I, I'm very – I firmly believe that Rococo makes a good product. I – no offense to Winbush's suit. We had some issues with it on that day where it just was not connecting. <clears throat> mm-hmm. There is likely a uh, situation where we just weren't experienced. We didn't know how to optimize it. We uh, And just the suit may not have been calibrated because Winbush mentioned he hadn't used it in a little while. We just didn't know. So I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I bet this works. Because if you look at the Rococo Instagram, like, yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. social media is a social – um, is a um, highlight reel, but also at the same time, like people are making some really cool stuff with that. So, right, is that my fault or is that their fault? I think it was my fault that it, we didn't use Rococo, but I, I bet that in the future we will end up making some really cool stuff. Like, if I'm sorry to invite myself over, but when I come out and visit, mm-hmm. I bet that we're going to be able to make something Can't really wait. cool mm-hmm. um, yeah. with that. Um, just because we'll have a full weekend rather than six hours to right. plus play with it and just mess with mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So we're gonna yeah, build yeah. a video and game. That's what we're exactly. Gonna do. We're and, gonna do and, all the animations for a video game. Mm-hmm. And and Matt, who is usually in the chat here, VJ, uh, he has he's texting me this week. He's got uh, he's been on some live streams, uh, just watching some live streams about some of this mocap stuff and hearing what's coming down the pipeline and mm-hmm. the the word is that the new version is going to have a lot of those bugs worked out mm-hmm. you know um i'm sure they're learning and they're they're of course they're what's the suit that that gabby has it's the accents right mm-hmm. that one's way more expensive right i i don't know what the price point is but i as far as i know yes <laughs> i believe it's way more expensive so 
uh, it, it'll be interesting to see because obviously there's some competition there with that, and they would be they're they're probably trying to live up to those expectations. Man, Jack, of yours looks so suit. much better than the original. <laughs> oh, right? thank you, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah, I still see issues with it, and I'm like, I could have done this better. I could have done this better, but like. I, now, you now always I get that. Yeah. You get that yeah. with any uh, any projects, uh-huh. you know, especially and, the open world stuff. You know, with mm-hmm. the huge world. Yeah. See, what is what is this uh, shader complexity thing that you, that you're showing here? Is that so, like an LOD thing? No. So basically, what it's calculating is whenever the, the camera shoots a ray out, it it has to calculate how many times it has to go through, uh, how many times the ray collides with geometry to mm. um, render that pixel. So the reason why it's super bad there is because whenever you have a fog card, you have translucency. Mm-hmm. So it's going through uh, like 50 fog cards there to try and render that. Gotcha. Um, so mm-hmm. Logan, who was also on the um, MoGraph uh, the special with yeah, the special, yeah, yeah. He helped me get like fe- like start dialing things out uh, a little bit better. So like I, I was originally throwing like 128 ray tracing samples at it, and he's like, "Dude, stop! Just use 16. <laughs> it's fine." And I'm like, "But why?" And I did, and I was like, "I I see no difference." So yeah. Yeah. Unreal is built to like play on like 1080 graphics cards or like people are still running on 960s and it still looks really good on a 960. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, they're probably, they, they don't even have uh, very complex RTX on those graphics cards. So, um, or at all, as far as I know. So um, when it comes to like rendering in Unreal, the complexity is just like if you have to go through a lot of objects, it's just going to slow down. That's that's our assumption. Mm-hmm. I also learned that with landscapes, you can tile it out. So when you export it from World Creator, you can actually give it um, – instead of having one giant 16K maps, it gives you uh, 16 1K maps, for oh, example. And cool. Hmm. I I bet that probably would have uh, saved us a ton of render time as well. Mm-hmm. So – um yeah that's that's the part of it for someone like me or matt who's coming the other way Mm -hmm. right like how do you learn all that 4k maps no big deal just throw them in you know whatever yeah Yeah. so big deal it's just how much vram do you have you know so as someone who is a, a smaller i guess studio slash independent artist the the biggest reason why i and like really leaning towards Unreal for a lot of my projects is the availability of assets. Like, yeah, a, a, as absolutely. an artist, I get that one hundred percent. Yeah, you're always put. You're always like, as you're an artist longer, you collect a, a, you get a big hard drive full of more assets and more assets. So if you're working in Octane for fifteen years, you, you've collected things throughout other projects that you can use or built things. Um, but if you are a newer artist how do you get a, a cabin environment? Um, mm-hmm. And like, how do you justify that to a client just starting out? Like, Hey, can we have an extra f- like thousand dollars to build this environment for your uh, water bottle project or something? Right. I don't know. Um, versus like, <laughs> Hey client, look at this unreal marketplace cabin asset that you thought we could put the, the product in. Would you like this? It's yeah. $10. And yeah. they're like, yeah, absolutely. Of 10, course, bucks, 10 sure. bucks. Not a big deal. So, or, or if you even build in a little bit into the 
the cost of your project. You just mm. buy it and don't yeah, even tell Yeah, exactly. Them. Yeah. yeah that, <laughs> you know, I've done that a lot. I'm doing this little spot for Ultra Pro right now for their Frogger board game, and we Ooh. bought a uh, an arcade uh, pack for it. So we're putting the, the game inside yeah, cool. the little arcade. And I had Vernon on Discord guess how much the asset pack was, and he said $250, and it was $15. So that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's so much fun to just it, I I look at How much an, of that unreal. can you bring over back over to C4D? Can you do that, that at all? That is illegal apparently. Is so, it? Yeah, you're yes. not allowed to use Unreal assets in any other renderer other than Unreal. Really? You're yeah. you're getting that price because it's part of the ecosystem. Hmm. And 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 there's the potential that if your thing you're doing hits a certain revenue that they get a cut of that. So that is why you get the price that you get. Interesting. Or free stuff, for that matter. Yeah. And it's understandable. Yeah. Like they, I guess. Screw they that. People... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make my own marketplace. Exactly. <laughs> the, the Milstead Marketplace. The Milstead Marketplace. Uh, like, you could have the free version of, uh, of Bridge, right, with, like, the Cinema 4D extension, and you could bring it in under your Epic account, hmm. but... That's the free version. It's only supposed to be used for Unreal. That's why we pay a separate price. What is it, like three hundred dollars a year or something for Bridge, mm-hmm. so that we can actually use it in Cinema 4D. Yeah, mm-hmm. legally, yeah, legally. Yeah. All right, honor it, system. Honestly, and it's but. one of those things where it's like I, I pick and choose like what plugins I use for what. So like Grayscale Gorilla, for example, their Signal mm-hmm. uh, plugin I use all the time in Unreal now for Camera Shake. Because getting, mm-hmm. uh, like, getting a looping camera shake in Signal is so much easier than doing it by hand. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And so they've I'll got Gorilla ex- Cam as well. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. And you can just uh, export that camera position and rotation information into Unreal, and then just like use that for your scene. So the Frogger animation I'm doing, it's super simple. It's like it's in the arcade. And then the camera is just looping, and there's text of like what what the game is. It's like two to four players plays for thirty minutes. It's uh, um, hits the board game, and it's just the titles just cycling out over and over. It's a it's an Instagram ad, so it's super simple. But like we use Grayscale Gorilla, and then a fifteen dollar um, asset pack, and then we built all the assets in Cinema 4D. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super simple, and um with unreal they, they're like oh can you make a tiktok version and i can just very easily change the camera from uh 16 by 9 to 9 by 16 mm-hmm. render it out in real time mm-hmm. spit it out in after effects add the graphics and we're done like yeah. it takes yeah. me an hour yeah yeah isaac says they'll perma block you from any quicksoul ue epic game software if you use it illegally interesting yeah yeah Says they're I, not messing around. I do but not I get mess around with that. Yeah, yeah. Don't f around and find out with with hmm. Epic, yo. Dude, like as someone who grew up playing Xbox 360, Gears of War was so much fun. So when I heard that, like I can use the video game engine that Gears of War was made mm-hmm. with, my mind was like, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah, that sounds super cool. Now mm-hmm. I will say, if I could ever use the Battlefield Three engine or the Halo engine, I would love to play with those, but yeah. those are obviously proprietary. Yeah, what is, so they use their own engine for that. I wonder why. I guess it's more efficient. It's specifically built for them. They probably Never optimize understood. it. Because they don't have to pay the uh, the the money <laughs> to, to Epic. Epic. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a lot of money right there. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's true. I'm actually curious how much money it is because the, for every million dollars, you have to start giving 5%. So, right. mm-hmm. so like that's, I mean, yeah. how much, how much money, how much money do you think Halo Infinite is going to make on all their microtransactions and stuff? Oh, okay. you know, that's fair. imagine yeah. immediately losing 5% of all of that, you yeah. know, yeah. like that's a big, it depends chunk of how bad you, you want to use the engine, you know? right? Mm. We got the people. I guess it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got Microsoft money, Xbox <laughs> money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about the the Halo Kitty Instagram. Have we ever brought <laughs> it up on the show? I can't remember. I don't think. So. I don't think uh, so. And I need to post the trailer to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do. That was part of the whole point, right? Yeah, I know. So I'm actually. Oh, go ahead, Matt. Uh, no, I was just Dave. saying our our what he said. Go ahead, Matt. Oh. Dave, you keep getting our uh, names mixed oh. up. Sorry. <laughs> I was I don't know why I'm having trouble bringing up Instagram on my Chrome browser recently. Must have to do with some program glitching out on me. Uh so on Instagram it's called what is it called? Halo Kitty Renders mm-hmm. is the the actual uh screen name. It's Halo Meowfinite because we are the Halo Kitty team. Ooh, mm-hmm. we have a comment. No, we do. Ooh. Somebody liked one of our photos. Okay, so we have our Halo team. We've talked about it many times on the show before. And so most of our Halo team are 3D animators uh, or artists uh, in some way, shape, or form. So now we just create these dailies every once in a while. Uh, you know, uh, this you did this one, right? Uh yes, that yeah, first was in one. Redshift. That was the first one in Redshift. Mm. Okay, and then love the uh, purples. That's you, the one I did. Um, yeah. called Tea Time. <laughs> Ooh, look, we got a comment here. Send me pic at something something. Mm. Universal travel fire. <laughs> Promote it with something something. Cam, okay. that one is so good. Mm-hmm. The Thanksgiving. Yeah, mm, it's funny. so good. Is that Octane? Yeah. I don't know what that is. But... It's got to be Octane if it's Cam. Probably. Yeah. Okay. Probably. Um, then you did this, Spin- right? Spinning yeah. time. Spinning time. <laughs> so this is that for was, Jeremy. Yeah, that was, for, that was our first motion cap test. So that was me diving into it. And it's not that bad. But for mm-hmm. like a serious trailer, I was like, I didn't want to deal with yeah. the cleanup. So. Yeah, it looks yeah. fine. So for those who don't know, anytime we're gonna, losing yeah. really poorly, like if we're like just getting whooped, we call it spinning time because then we just spin spinning in time. circles and uh, yeah. uh, end up losing. And shoot. And shoot, shoot in the air, throw yeah. grenades, kill ourselves. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy and I have done it a lot more uh, when we're just the two of us playing, but people get so confused. They're like, the other team is just spinning and shooting <laughs> in the air now. What and sometimes favorite? they'll do it with us. I was... Uh, I was <laughs> I was on my Xbox the other day looking through, like, you know, videos that I had saved and stuff, and I found that one of all of us walking, like, in a line, just crouching and then walking and crouching and walking. That one is so funny to me. I don't remember. I remember the one where we... There's one where we gave somebody a birthday teabagging in the middle (laughs) of the game. Oh, God. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now this one is Rev's render. This so is on good. the official release day, or maybe mm-hmm. the day after when it was going to be released. Uh, and it's freaking epic with our little Halo yeah. Kitty symbol for our team. 
So that's that's Rev. And then uh, this one is John Haley, right? John Haley? Yep. yep. I don't know what he did this in, though. I didn't. Uh, does it say? Oh, yeah, Redshift. I... Redshift. There it looks go. super good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the fog and... in it. Is it. I like the, the other guys. See, we need the models from the new game, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> and then uh, here's one from when you were working on the project. Mm-hmm. Setting up the, the trailer. And then here's the one I did uh, recently. And I've been putting the Xbox achievement on. That's going to be my new thing. Oh, can uh, you send me that? Can you send me that as a graphic? I want to make yeah. my own that's like Halo 3 trailer uh, done. Or like that. that's the achievement. <clears throat> uh, inebriation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's Winbush Select on, I like on it. The, <laughs> the bottle right here. Dave, you know, look at the link I just sent you. That's the video I was talking about. Which one is this? This is uh, of all of us like squat walking. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> oh, the squat walking. Okay, I remember this yeah. now. Yeah. Ah, uh, Halo 5. Those were the days. Got to play some Beaver Nugs. Anyway, yeah. let's get back to motion graphics a little bit. Uh, oh, oh, you missed the best part. Oh, did I that, miss yeah, it? Okay, wait, wait. Hold right. on. Let's see. <laughs> Everyone what's, gets it. Oh, everybody's just... We get oh, bored man. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. It's interesting being a gamer and and being in this right now because mm-hmm. the video mm-hmm. games are just kind of pushing themselves into our uh, industry yeah. a bit with yeah. all of this, you know, with Unreal Integration and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens to this down the line, what happens in, uh, you know, five years, ten years with this. And um, it's still too hard for me to really make my own judgment call on like where this is headed if mm-hmm. if brigade comes out and you got brigade and and redshift rt kind of mm-hmm. battling it out a little bit like where is that going to go what are the artists going to flock to mm. is it going to be even half and half it'll be interesting to see in the future right yeah um you know i i think unreal is going to have to add modeling tools if they yeah, really want to get some or, of us over there do you think i don't know it seems to me like they would build their own tools or something, but with, you know, Blender basically being free, you know, it's Blender's like... Blender's free? Did you know Blender's free? Did you know Blender's free? You know, with Blender <laughs> being free, it's like, you know, why would they want to compete with that, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, they're free as well, so... Right, but, like, why would they produce a modeling... Ecosystem. Ru- yeah, I guess. Ecosystem. Keep everybody in there. You know, because so, the people who like it, it's it's easier for them. We like staying in Cinema 4D. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's our jam. I, I feel. Oh, that... they have them in Unreal Five. Oh, do they? Oh. <laughs> I didn't All know, right, I didn't know that. All right, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, yeah. really extensive. Okay. Go ahead, Jax. I was gonna say when I think about because I, I every cat once in a while I will look at studio jobs at 343 or Mm -hmm. Bungie or Blizzard like growing up oh man if I ever get got like a job at Blizzard working on like World of Warcraft cinematics Mm -hmm. I would like lose my mind yeah but they're Maya and Houdini Mm -hmm. and uh, obviously Houdini for like simulations and stuff but like Maya is the tool that they use so I, I feel like if they were to buy Epic were to buy Blender it would throw all these big studios on mm. for for a loop because th- their studios are built behind Maya and 
as far as I know, Maya has a much more robust tool set for character animation. And most of the time, mm-hmm. video games is built around characters and character animation. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a hard choice because I would love to see Epic get into modeling, but what are the art? What are the artists who are developing video games actually using? Because at all art schools like LCAD, right. um, Laguna College of Art and Design, which is where my girlfriend went, they they teach Maya and. Um, I think a little bit of Houdini, mm-hmm. um, but it's like because most students want to go to like DreamWorks or Pixar or Blizzard or like these big studios. Um, Blender, as far as I've seen, is like it's a great tool, but it's much like I, I don't think the the big AAA studios recognize it as like the tool yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Um. <clears throat> I don't know. What are they using right now? Your average your your average like game developer. They don't care anything I mean, about this post production thing. Yeah, I don't know. Back when I was in college it was three D S Max all the way for video game. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Now mm-hmm. maybe not so much. I don't know. I'm in the motion graphics world. And I make, I, I make motion I love graphics. Cinema. I love cinema. Right. I'm sorry. Like for mm-hmm. motion graphics, for making like the reason why I got into it is because MoGraph is just so cool to just like procedurally animate things like mm-hmm. a bunch of objects all at once. It makes like one of my favorite videos I've done for one of my clients. They have um, 12 different colors of boxes and they're like, can we have the colors of the boxes change with the beat of the music? And I'm like, mm-hmm. sure. No problem. Yep. Easy. Um and as far as I know, doing that in Unreal randomly would be very complex, developing a, mm-hmm. a very deep node tree blueprint. Um, and do you need to get that deep for a little effect like that for a video? Yeah. Hey, I got some links for you today. Mm. Cool. For once. Wanted to throw out here real quick. Um, and, and this is, uh, exactly, uh, fits with what we're talking about right now. It's perfect segue is there is uh, a link that you posted Jags in the discord quite a few weeks ago. I, I held on to it for today and it is the McDonald's virtual set that was done in unreal. Okay. Uh, so this is cool. pretty, I haven't seen am- this. this is pretty amazing. I'll, I'll try and find the link here so I can bring it up. Um, there's, a uh, a, a spot that was done for McDonald's and it takes place over a couple different seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it starts, maybe it starts in the winter and in the, the summer and it's got these two guys sitting at a table, uh, at, uh, a McDonald's, but it was, it was, a it was all done in unreal it was a virtual set. Uh, I'm going to try and find the link here. If I, if I can, what episode is this? Three, one, three, there we go. And uh, I'll post a link to this in the show notes as well. Uh, here it is. This is actually on uh, ArtStation. And, uh, yeah, check this out. So this, uh, you know, they, they had, of course, like a floor and, and some tables and chairs mm-hmm. and stuff. But this whole thing was done. And it doesn't look 100% real. Right. But but when you're getting into production and it's it's a backdrop, it, it tends to look pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. Um, the snack bar, everything. You can see the That's monster. Good. Yeah. Yeah, the monster looks a little puffy, you know, compared yeah. to, to my the top of my monster, you know. Mm-hmm. But this is all background elements anyway. But uh, in uh, the spot, 
you can't tell at all because it's all out of focus wow. anyway. And and these two guys are just having their their daily coffee. But all of that is LED wall. Um, I don't know if the floor was LED or if they just went with like a regular floor, but. You can see the seasons are changing here, so they're changing what's outside and the the warmth uh, of the the well, color temperature and whatnot. Yeah, so if you my grandpa this, used to uh, go with all his friends, you know, uh, to yeah. go to McDonald's every day and have coffee. That's cute. Yeah. Until can I ask you a know, question they all from died. the chat? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. So Isaac uh, mentioned that the dojo scene in the new Matrix is all Unreal 5, and I would mm. love to know if that was real-time Unreal 5 or if they mm. did path tracing. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, so they did have a floor. Um, they did have a floor, but it's only pieces. You can see they were just putting pieces of the floor where it was needed Yeah. in the set. That's but, so interesting. Um, yeah, they did a very good job. I love Gosh, these stills. Man. It's so yeah. cool. I mean, they look like they're in a real place. That's so cool. It would be so fun to be on one of these on set, yeah, especially would. like the the big one that they have at, uh, um, you know, for for well, not Man- Mandalorian now, but Boba Fett, mm-hmm. because it's just so massive. Imagine you're in there and like somebody changes the angle of the sun and all the shadows and stuff yeah. are moving and. Like, it must feel so weird to be in there and then, like, experience that. Just, yeah. like, because almost you know, holodeck-ish. It, yeah, it's like know? a, it's like a, you know, like a, a big IMAX screen or something like that, but with much more detail. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know? That's crazy. Yeah. That's so cool. The other link that I had is, oh, this is something you put in. It's mm-hmm. the task scheduler in Windows. Tell yes. us about that. Yes. Okay. So this is cool. Like, um, I have found myself uh, uh, just forgetting to throw on my my render uh, uh, like my render client, you know, so that I can you know do render jobs and stuff like that. I always forget, and so I was like, I wonder if there's a way. You're talking about render R N D R R N D R on the yeah, render yeah, yeah. network on the render to network to make money yeah. off of correct yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and you can do this with any program that you just want to run when your computer's not being used right so using the task scheduler which is already a thing in uh, in Windows you can set up a new task that once your computer goes idle for a certain amount of time it'll automatically start up a specific program you know. So, like, you could say, okay, like, for example, if you've got a bunch of, like, you know, just, uh, uh, I don't know, like, sometimes I often close down my, uh, my render, not rend, like, my render machines, like, I, I close down the, uh, the, the daemon that's running in the background so that I'm not just taking up space you could have that set up to where it's like okay i need to remember to restart that like because i've got a separate uh uh gaming computer you know and then i close down the daemon you know in order to play video games but i you can set it up to where it's like okay my computer is idle after one hour i want it to open this program so that you don't have to keep on going back or like forgetting or whatever it's it's pretty good you know and so you just set it to go anytime it's idle it'll open back up you know yeah, could you, you tested could, it. Worked yeah, well. it works great. Yeah. Works real great. Mm-hmm. And it almost works too well. 
because my amount of idle time I find my I've got it set for ten minutes. That's not enough idle time because <laughs> no, I will somehow like I will hour. sometimes sit here scrolling TikTok for an hour or you're for ten minutes right. and then it'll pop up. No, let's like, be okay, honest, it's that. an hour. Yeah, yeah. So it's always uh, an hour with me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool and it's already built inside you know Windows task. Uh, what is it? Task scheduler or whatever mm-hmm. I believe it is. Cool. Yeah. Uh, the last one is is Mark Fancher. I wanted to mention his TikTok. You need to go check that out. Put mm-hmm. it in the show notes. You can check out the Lego time lapse that he did recently. It was uh, it was really good. It's a Mario Lego uh, piece where you've got a whole Nintendo mm-hmm. system and everything. So uh, those things yeah, are so really cool. cool. Yeah. yeah, I I have uh, per- I purchased it. Yeah, is on the way for somebody's birthday. That's cool. So. Um, before we go to the drop and talk crypto art, yeah, we have a segment that we do uh, that we haven't done a lot lately because we've had like repeat guests where yeah. we've already done this. And this is MoGraph Recommends where we're going to go through some of your favorite things and, uh, and uh, get your opinion on these. Okay. Uh, what what okay. your favorites are. Number right. one is going to be your favorite movie. Mm. Favorite movie. Mm-hmm so hard i mean it's cliche to say the dark knight but it is up it's there. a great movie yeah, yeah. i don't know it's i mean with my good. history in the comic being close to the comic book world yeah uh, mm-hmm. i feel like the dark knight was was a thing so i don't think that's cliche at all okay. no. no no that's good yeah it's a masterpiece that's good it's so good <laughs> That's all all time, right? Mm-hmm. Have, yeah, any... of all time. I have a handful yeah. that just like sneak in. Like I, I love Shang Chi, for example. It was mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, it replaced Mulan in my top five. I thought mm-hmm. it was so good. So I haven't seen it. In. It's so good. Go watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> so burnt out on Marvel movies. That's you know, right. like I I told myself after, uh, what was it, um. The big one with the big war and Thanos and stuff. Oh, Endgame. Endgame. Right after, I told myself after Endgame, I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm done. You know, mm. Loki grabbed me back in. You know, a little. I was bit. gonna say, if you're not watching the show, and it, I really want to see. I've been wanting. I've I've been wanting to see the Spider-Man movie since it came out. You know, mm. just for all the things that I didn't want spoiled that have now mm. been spoiled, mm. which is sad. You saw WandaVision though. I did see right. WandaVision too. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, guys, stop pulling me in with good storytelling. Yeah, I don't want to watch your stuff. Stop making it good. I don't want to watch your stuff. Stop making it good. <laughs> it's just yeah. you know, there's so much of it. Yeah, there is. It's hard there's to keep up. So with. much. Anyway, yeah, I don't know how anyone keeps up with it. That's why I'm always so lost. I, I try and watch some yeah. of these things, you know. But uh, what about TV show? TV show. Um... Battlestar Galactica. Ooh, good choice. That Bears is my beats. favorite. Yeah. So my my dad loved Battlestar Galactica. You know, mm-hmm. like it was it was his favorite TV show of all time. You know, mm-hmm. and so oh gosh, what was it like six years ago or something? I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this a chance. You know, and mm-hmm. I I binged it the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know. And it was it was good. I enjoyed it, and I was like, "This is." I I, I had an idea in my head where I kind of hoped that they would go for the last episode, which is what they did, you know. Mm-hmm. And I was very happy with that. 
yeah. I'm glad someone else enjoyed it. My dad ripped on it. And really? I was like, I, w- I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I was also in high yeah. school, and I've seen it again as an adult. I was like, no, this was fine. It was yeah. good. And I, was, I, li- I like Gaius Baltar, even though he's kind of – like, I, I like to hate yeah. him, if that yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, plus, I like his hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was excellent. I thought it was really good. I, I don't know if anyone watches Euphoria, but I. But season two just came out. Wow! Mm-hmm. Holy crap, that was good. The first episode out the gate, it was. I just haven't like, seen it. What is this? Like, it was so different. I was like, it's so good. I also want to throw in a small runner-up for TV show. Mm-hmm. Okay, Arcane. I haven't seen right. Arcane. Arcane, the League of Legends uh, oh, series on Netflix. I have it heard good things about it. Next yes. level, one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like it is. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. If you don't have time for Battlestar, go watch Arcane <laughs> because it's a single season. Okay. What about music? I'm a metalhead. Are me, you? Yeah. Like, please give me some Lamb of God, Metallica, In Flames, uh, Children of Bodom, the thing that got me into making world of warcraft videos was this one montage of like one of the best players uh, on his server with a giant two-hand sword killing everyone to metal and that was <laughs> that just flipped a switch where it's just like i love ramstein and children of bodom and lamb of god mm, moving forward like, it's, yeah, exactly mm. like just give me <laughs> all of uh all the the guitar distortion and triple bass double bass whatever mm-hmm. That's so, funny. I know all the words to that song phonetically. I don't I know should, what it means uh, besides you hate me. Yeah. You should uh, uh I'll send you this uh TikToker that I follow. She's a drummer and she does uh like all these metal songs, but she's dressed up like Toad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Yes, from please. Super Mario Bros. Oh yeah, you sent me that yesterday. <laughs> there there's so also funny. a great video. I think it was on it wouldn't have been Vine. I guess it was YouTube a long time ago with uh it's a Sesame Street counting game, and it has – it's like a one of those digital boards oh, that yeah, yeah, like yeah. says yeah. things, you know, and, then and it's, it's got counting. Cookie and goes, it's got Cookie nine. Monster with the nine. <laughs> nine. And somebody – they're playing Do Host, and every time it goes to that, it's Cookie Monster. Nine. <laughs> oh, that's so it. good. It's one of those. Yeah. Um, um any, any other types of music besides besides uh, do you put that on while you're working or um so it's metal then like trance slash EDM mm-hmm. uh, but more like mid 2000s EDM like mm. Dead Mouse and Armin Van Buren like earlier Armin Van Buren yeah um and then there's this the track Daft Punk yeah mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. this uh, other playlist on Spotify that I put on it's called songs that uh you know make songs that make white people turn and okay. just like <laughs> sweet caroline and just like the most generic no, things funny. you can uh. think of so it's like metal trance and then that because <laughs> that's what i put on when i'm in the car with someone who like i know they can't tolerate my music so uh-huh. i'm just like you get this now and yeah. i enjoy it you get so. john denver <laughs> exactly <laughs> <clears throat> that's funny all right next on the list is going to be podcasts um, I do listen to this one a lot mm-hmm. while I'm training. Um, Freakonomics that. is yes. another big one because um, economics nerd. And then all, another one of my hobbies is powerlifting and bodybuilding. So um, my bodybuilding coach has a 
crew of coaches called Team 3DMJ, and they have a bodybuilding slash powerlifting podcast that talks about like okay. doing optimal powerlifting stuff. So hmm. it's it's though it's those three: MoGraph, Economics, Fitness. That's funny. 3D MJ, 3D motion jocks. What is that? Uh, 3D motion jocks. Uh, <laughs> so 3D MJ, it's I, it, discipline, desire, and dedication. That's that was way uh, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it, they're just really strong people, yeah. and um, I uh, I like hearing the sciency fitness things. That's like why you should be doing a leg press instead of a squat. So, hmm. dude, I what's your diet? You, what's your diet oh, consist man. of? Um, it are, you, depends. are you constantly dieting or do you just have a high metabolism? No, I, I'm actually pretty conscious about what goes into my body. So mm-hmm. when I was at Camp Mograph, I was actually like, gaining weight. So I was like, sure, fuck it. Let's have pancakes. <laughs> yeah, sorry, by the way. <laughs> no, but, you're fine. um, for like right now I'm actually, um, keeping track of my calories. So I do either have a, like, a mental checklist cause I've been tracking my food for so long, but mm-hmm. it's somewhere between 15 and 1800 calories. And I try and get about, um, 10,000 steps in per day. And then I train, uh, for about an hour or five days a week, just like train legs, train upper body, train lower yeah, body. And I kind of just like, yeah, no, yeah. I, my bench is terrible, but <laughs> I, I will squat all day. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. My legs are are much better than any other part of my body. Mm-hmm. It's mm. it's uh it's very uh, disproportionate, I guess. Mm. <laughs> uh, the the uh, thing that you say at the end of every one of your tutorials, for the most part, what is it? Eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight each day. Yes. So right? yeah, okay. that that is exactly it. All so right, cool. according to nutrition research for. Uh, optimal muscle growth, eating about one gram of protein per pound of body weight is conducive to muscle protein synthesis and making gains and whatnot. And I just think more people could eat more protein. Do you, I I feel like at a certain point you don't make more gains because like I was on a big kick for about two or three years was where I was working out every single day Mm -hmm. and I reached a point in which I was plateauing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But it's like I also wasn't. I I don't know. I looked good, mm-hmm. but I with you know, weight loss, weight loss plateau or or no with muscle muscle gains, gains mm-hmm. plateau. Oh, that's when you need beefcake. Beefcake. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, so like with- I I don't know. I was also dieting and stuff, but it's like I it for me it's like. I go and work out and I get instantly hungry. I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man, I am mm-hmm. so hungry. It's like, what is the point of working out and burning 300 calories if I'm going to overeat and just right. end up eating those 300 calories that I just burned? Yeah. So it- I have an idea for for MoGraph TV in the commercial breaks. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, I know a, where this is going. A little five minute segment that comes in. It's mm-hmm. Jags, but he's in the Rococo suit mm-hmm. and he's some sort of character. Yep. And it's called MoFit. MoFit, right. And it's right. just five minutes of, of <laughs> something you could do at your desk. Yep, yep. yep. You know? You know? Can we do like dips with our chair? Yeah. Or something? Yeah, come on, bring it. <laughs> Let's <Yeah>. do butt clenches. <laughs> <laughs> butt clenches. <laughs> Oh. 
if I could recommend any fitness equipment for a motion designer who sits all day, all right, it is yeah. not a standing desk. It is uh, a band called a hip circle that you put around your knees and you spread your knees apart and it okay. activates your glutes. So it's effectively butt clenches. <laughs> I'm going to order one of those right now. Mark Bell is hip that, circle. Is that, not, is that not the same as the thigh master? No. <laughs> er, it, it might be, to be honest. But yeah, the thigh yeah, master. No, Suzanne the thigh Summers master you're pushing in. Ahead of her time. Oh, this you're okay. pushing out or you're pulling out. Anti-thigh master. Yeah, exactly. What's it called again? Okay. Uh, a hip circle. Okay. And get the blue one. That should be like the... The, the, the name brand? Default. Yeah, it should be like a Mark Bell hip circle sort of thing. $22. What about those little, th- what about those little things that are like bicycle pedal spinny things that like you can put under your, your desk and just... <laughs> you, know, you know... Are those worth it? We have one in the garage. Somewhere. I, I think know it's even people open. who walk <laughs> or do um, some sort of exercise like while they're working. I personally, d- I-, I like separating the two. If I'm going to train, agree. I want to dedicate training time. I don't want to like half-ass training by like walking and working and justify that. Like I, mm-hmm. if, if you're going to work out, just go work out. Like g- give that time to yourself. Cause it's, n- I don't look at it as just training. I look at it as like actually taking time to take care of yourself. And I mm-hmm. feel like that right. is one of the things that like without getting hippy dippy, we don't do enough anymore. Like we don't like step away from our desk, put, put down our phone and just like take care of ourselves. So yeah. Um, if even if it's just a walk or doing a set of pushups like that, that's you, that's a gift to you rather than like, trying to mix it all together sure 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 okay i have to go use the restroom ah! i can't make it i can't yeah. make okay. it okay yeah go 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 <clears throat> um but before i do that i'll give you the next two prompts cool. okay. favorite plugin okay. and go to app okay go. okay plugin uh unreal <laughs> i don't know that's a program okay uh, that's a program yeah um it could be a plugin within uh, Unreal, or it could be a yeah. in After Effects. After yeah, Effects I'm, I'm thinking After Effects because everyone says X Particles, and I I have an X Particles license, but I I've not used it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've heard great things. I don't want to say Trap Code Particular because it's also uh, like very. I'm gonna say Overlord. Oh, Overlord's so good. Overlord or Anubis, being able to yeah. take paths Ugh, from Anubis Illustrator is and- so good. Like, I use it to export all my videos, and it's just so fast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so, so fast. Much better. And the people over at, over at Battleaxe are, are super nice. I bought two of their t-shirts and during their Black Friday sale, and they accidentally mm-hmm. sent me uh, a patch instead of a shirt, and I oh, contacted no. them, and they're like, all right, here you go, and they sent me the correct thing. Super nice, nice about it. So, yeah. It's one of those plugins that, like, like even though I'm a 3D artist, mm-hmm. I originally started doing uh, video, and I would be get branding guides from clients, and mm-hmm. it just like being able to take their logo and just slap it in for a quick logo animation, it blows clients' minds. Yeah. Like being able to separate out their the each letter from their text because most other like video um, videographers that I know they they do great work in Premiere and they do some basic um, uh, After Effects stuff, but they don't like separate out the each part each shape and like do a little like bounce thing with their yeah. the, with the letter and yeah. it just makes clients feel like they're being taken care of like yeah. it, that little ex- extra attention to detail and overlord just makes my life so much easier for that yeah totally so, 
Totally. Um, the second pl- uh, one was go to app. Go to app on your phone. Like you grab uh, your phone. What's the first thing you muscle go Muscle memory. Facebook Messenger, I really? guess. Yeah, because like, I'm always just like catching up with people like other than Discord. Um, mm-hmm. I'll say Instagram. I, I <laughs> currently have a love-hate relationship with it where I would yeah. just delete it off my phone because I'm like I will just – I would just open it and just start browsing, and I should not do that. See, what's interesting to me about Instagram is when they introduced, like, uh, stories, I go to Instagram stories way more than I do. I don't even scroll through Instagram anymore. Mm -hmm. Like, Instagram Instagram to me just isn't – I I stopped caring about Instagram in a way, you know? It's like – When TikTok came out. Well, yeah, when TikTok came out, you know? I like stories. I like these quick little, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Facebook is just crap. Facebook's the worst. Mm, I, too. I don't I took Facebook off my phone again. Yeah. I, I haven't had it on in years, but I'll still go to it in browser, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I uh, <laughs> wish I did not browse Instagram as much as I do. Like I, I've really gotten under control this last year on scrolling, but it sucks that like as artists we have to have it on our phone because we have to be mm-hmm. ru- we have to be um, attentive to what our other big agencies doing to help advertise content. We make advertising content, so it's mm-hmm. like okay, I don't want to be on Instagram, but I'm making Instagram content, so mm-hmm. I should probably be aware of like what is happening. So it's it's an interesting way to think about it. See, I, I maybe maybe the algorithm's bad for me because I don't go through. I don't like a lot of stuff. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm real bad about following people. You know, mm-hmm. like I I realized this the other day. Like, if you got in early with me on Facebook, you are my friend. If mm-hmm. you did not get in early enough to where, like, I I I don't I don't ask for friendship anymore. Every single person mm-hmm. in the you may know, I know those people. I just don't care enough to add them as a friend on Facebook because I yeah. don't want I don't want the algorithm knowing, you know, or like catering me to certain things or whatever, you know. So if Matt doesn't add you back, he doesn't like you. It's not <laughs> true. It, it it just means that like I don't know. Mm. Yeah. I th- no, we know what I, I have saying. I have ton of a ton of family members on the you may know these people and I'm like, yeah, they're family members. But I I don't need to see I don't need to see that, you know. I don't want to see their memes. I don't care about their memes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, two more real quick. My dad is someone it says that you should know. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to friend request him. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, video game. Favorite video game of all time. World of Warcraft. Ah. Right, yep. All right. And Are you still currently playing it? No, and I'm reading this book right now called The Artist Way that is trying to help bring out the artist it's very like um ritualistic and spiritual to Mm -hmm. connecting with the artists within you and i've actually started thought about opening up the account because the book is very much like tap into what you used to do as a child and re-experience that so Mm -hmm. i want to i want to make video games like that's one of the things that why i'm in unreal so much sure but i has, if I get too into it, I will only play video games. So right. I, I'm trying right. to find much, that balance. How much blueprint stuff do you do in Unreal? Like very you, little. Is it all like video stuff? Like, or are you also creating interactive things as well? 
like so any interactive I'm stuff. slowly dabbling into creating procedural textures and materials mm-hmm. so then I can swap things out easier. Um, I, w- I think about doing some blueprint stuff. Mm-hmm. I will be honest. I'm going through the RTX course right now, and there's a whole section on blueprints. And I'm like, this is great for video games. And I right. know I will <laughs> use this for video games. But the there's some parts to animation. I'm like, just use keyframes. That's so much faster. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, right. as a motion designer, mm-hmm. there are parts of Unreal that I'm like, I'm just going to use keyframes. I know this is only going to be a, a viewed experience, not an interactive experience. Yeah. So I'm going to just use keyframes. It's just a lot easier. Mm-hmm. But um, I want to make video games, so I'm going to dive into it so I can make my own character. We got to do We got to do our video game or that video we game do. I was talking about oh, earlier. Yeah, oh, yeah. I remember. We, we yep. should totally do that. Yep. I'm down. It'd be fun. Just give <laughs> yeah. it away to people so we don't yeah. get sued. Yeah. <laughs> I, Do you want to get sued? Get sued. In 2012, when I was studying psychology, I also designed a deck building game for, like, it's an actual tabletop game that you could play with cards. Mm-hmm. I will bring it out to Texas. Um, and I would love to turn that into a video game. So it's like, yeah. I'm learning all this unreal stuff to make videos, but, like, eventually that will probably be a thing that I do. Have you played point. the Magic the Gathering online? I have not. Oh, I should. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Did, were you a Magic player? No, I played too much World of Warcraft and okay. the World of Warcraft trading card game instead That's of funny. Uh, Magic. I loved. I I'm a big Magic: The Gathering fan. Okay, you know, we should play and, when I come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. I, have I got cards, a bunch of decks. So. Okay, great. Oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Should we get into the drop, or do you, you have ready more to questions? Do the drop? Let's do it. No, I think. No, wait. I I missed oh, life hack. Yeah, you oh. did. That's important. Yeah, life, life hack. Eat one per one thinking. pound of protein yeah 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 i mean that that, that's a given i'm gonna say (laughs) squat what squat squatting squat like literal go use a barbell and squat that will dramatically improve your health for the Mm -hmm. rest of your life if you do just just squatting a couple times per week like with a barbell with weight okay i uh why that specifically is yeah it's the easiest exercise. It trains a range of motion that we as humans uh, don't do in our day-to-day lives. Like we're either sitting or standing. So it opens up your hips more. It A squat is a full body exercise if you're using enough weight and doing it correctly. Um, it keeps people just moving. Most people don't use their knees after high school um, with mm-hmm. anything because they don't have to go to gym class anymore. Mm-hmm. Um I firmly believe that like barbell squatting or like weighted uh, leg exercises will elongate the quality of life for just everyone. I'm only 29, but like I still feel like I I have friends who um, they're on my age and they're like, oh, it hurts to bend down now. And (laughs) like, cause we would play World of Warcraft. Everything hurts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Just, just squat. Yeah. So. I hope okay. that doesn't come off as pretentious. I want people to join exercise with me at some point. <clears throat> we should do a MoFit, MoFit. channel. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. love to. Please, yeah. let's do it. I, uh, uh, I, uh, back when I was working out a lot, and I was, uh, I was learning V-Ray at the time, you know? And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, for like a week, I, I, made, I made a deal where I would do squats at my desk, you know? Mm-hmm. Anytime I'd hit render. And okay. because I was mm-hmm. using V-Ray... <laughs> 
mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, not real time or not octane. I was having right. to hit render all the time to see what Back my stuff you, looked like. Yeah. yeah. And right. so Back when you had to wait for dude, renders. my mm-hmm. legs hurt for days mm-hmm. afterwards because mm-hmm. of the amount of squats mm-hmm. that I had to do. Mm-hmm. So if I could at some point in my life, I would love to have a desk and then a full gym. Yeah. Uh, next immediately next to me so i can hit a render and mm-hmm. then go do my training uh, like i said i don't do, want to separate the exercise but yeah. if it's close to me and i can like actually dedicate like true intense workout while it's close to me that's mm-hmm. fine yeah. but like half-ass walking while right. working doesn't work mm-hmm. so all right all right let's get into the, the drop? drop let's, let's do, do it, it. Is this the fucking mic? This is exactly what I should be doing. What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me as always is Dave Koss. Joining us this week is our good friend, Mr. John Jagsney. Yo. Yo. Uh, Let's get into this week's drops. Uh, If I can pull that up, the drop list, Um, the dorp. Um, the dorp. The dorp. Uh, first up, let's let's go. Let's do Maker's Place first. Um, oh, I already had all this. Okay, up never mind. You we can go. We can go Nifty Gateway. Loop. Nifty Gateway right. is bringing on a bunch of like baseball players and stuff this week, which is. Hmm. I mean, it's cool that they're doing art. You know, it's not bad mm-hmm. art in you know comparison to some of the other crap that we've seen on in the NFT space. But yeah, it's cool. Um, first up, we've got tonight is Matt Skuzer. All the baseball player fanatics on, who listen to the show are like, you're mispronouncing his name. Uh, but yeah, he is a baseball player <laughs> and he is having a drop tonight. So that's cool. Is it? It's a. It's his work or he's yeah. collaborating? No, it's his. It's his. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. That's so, cool. But a portion of the proceeds from this drop will be donated to the Matt Skuzer Foundation which I don't, I don't know what they do. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, well, you, you took away the screen too fast. I couldn't read it. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, that's tonight. And then on the 18th tomorrow, we've got two drops. First one is Pole Cruz. <laughs> what is I, this? I, there's so many names on this one that I can't pronounce. But this one, this is kind of cool. I kind of like that's... this one. This person has done a drop before. I believe, I believe they're a photographer. And then they edit the photos mm-hmm. to go to look like video and stuff i don't know pretty neat stuff interesting yeah. so that'll be fun. face tats yeah gotta love them so yeah okay uh then uh, also tomorrow oscan lorenz uh yeah this i liked this was stuff this stuff is cool you know that's the type of stuff that i like to see super illustrative you know also looks kind of 3d and stuff i dig mm-hmm. this work this is my yeah, favorite is of cool. the week right here is this stuff yeah good job Oscar. very cool yeah yeah <laughs> that's tomorrow um on the 19th we've got the sarah show um which is sarah zucker she does these like they look like old 70s Fake or 80s access. like cable access stuff yeah uh she's done a drop before on nifty gateway and like you should see some of the stuff it's it's really funny it looks like old school cable access you know just neat. Where's the samples? Where's the? I know, right? Like, People gotta be is there showing stuff on to Twitter. Uh, like, probably. Okay, yeah. I just want to see what it looks like. There we go. Right. Using them red giant filters. Them red yeah. giant filters, right? You know. Uh huh. So uh, yeah, look at the snatched one. That was so funny. 
it's like this is great. it's like Mario Paint or something. You know, I love yeah. it. So it's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, you so got that's, the pixels and stuff too. That's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cool. that's the nineteenth, um, and then on the twentieth, I believe this is another baseball player uh, named Tommy Wilson. But if you look at this stuff, I don't. I, it looks pretty good. You know, I don't know. Is if, this it back here? Yeah, I think I would assume so. But you never so, know. So these baseball players are just doing David Aryev's course, right? At night, for, right? For fun, I guess like, so. is that the deal? I mean, you know, you can be you can be a artist and a jock at the same time. You know, that's true. Three D M J. Just doing three D. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I am not a jock. I am the furthest thing good. from that. Like that's more good. World yeah. of Warcraft for yeah. me, please. I just happen to do the deadlifts. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. All right, uh, moving over to Maker's Place um, t- on the eighteenth tomorrow. Uh, Kid Mograph is doing a drop. exciting so uh a thing called materia prima so uh, exciting it doesn't look like his normal typical style i gotta say you know yeah it is a little different it is it is is a little bit different you know yeah but cool i'm excited for kid mograph i love kid i like that that's cool love to get him on the show kid mograph on the show yeah we should so yeah, this is great. Um, then next up, finally, on the 19th, Jose Delbo, the former DC artist, um, and Manchester City are doing a drop together. Mm. Now, um, I am a West Ham supporter. I am not yes. a Manchester City supporter, but, you mm-hmm. know, so I was I was hesitant to even mention this drop at oh, all. Oh, yeah, of course. The rivalry, <laughs> you know, it right. just runs so deep with you. <laughs> but I do enjoy myself some Jose Delbo. So, you know, there you go. That mm. is, uh, yeah, Manchester City. Mm-hmm. He needs to do a job. Yeah. yeah, with West Ham. West Ham United. Come on. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Mm. Hammers forever, that baby. It? That's it for this week's drops. Yeah. Um, do we have any community drops, Dave? We do. We got a couple community drops here. Number one is... Uh, is Ross Morris? Yeah, uh, he's got up on Foundation here. This is uh, this is Candy Week. Mm. Get your Ram candy. Get your Ram candy. Get your Ram candy. I love King Gumdrop, by the way. Yeah, I'm digging King Gumdrop. Yeah, that's and, fun. And uh, look at these. Look at these. That's pretty. So pretty. All the candy. I would say this King King Gumdrop is my favorite. It kind of stands out. I like this peppermint candy pop too, though. It makes me feel yeah. like I'm going to Starbucks and getting a cake pop. Nice. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's pretty. Now I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. Your NFTs made me hungry, Ross. Delicious, <laughs> delicious NFTs. Is anything going on with Cryptobiotica lately? I don't know the update on Cryptobiotica. Any mm-hmm. new advancements in the field? I don't know. Still interested to see the, uh, yeah, if they've discovered any more. What are they called? I don't remember. Uh, what, yeah. What are they called? The little NFT things they're dis- discovering. I don't. I don't know. Uh, gotten a note from Tori Bryant. Mm-hmm. She said, "Hey, starting with uh, dropping a mini collection of Pixel Bots to hype up the bigger drop, getting some great traction with it. Uh, drops Wednesday, January nineteenth. Ooh, so uh, this Wednesday." 
3000 Pixel Bots is an intricate mix of hand-painted art by Tori Bryan and are interwoven with custom algorithms to create a 1980s gaming pixelation style. Pixel Bots is where artificial intelligence and human ingenuity merge. Each stored as ERC721 tokens on the Ethereum blockchain, Pixel Bots Pixel Bots hold unique to advance hold unique to advance <laughs> into the Space Bots collection. Uh, and enhance into the game. Um, I'm sorry, entrance into the game. Pixel bots hold unique to advance <laughs> into the space bots. Oh, hold your okay. I get it. Hold your sorry. Hold the unique ones to advance into the space bots collection and entrance into the game. Okay. Uh, there's some gamification, like on yeah, the minting gotcha. page. Uh, you spin the wheel and choose a bot. So it sounds really cool. If you want to check this out, this is again Wednesday. Uh, spacebots.io. I'm going to bring this up here so mm-hmm. you can see it. There you go. Look at that. Spacebots.io. They got a Discord you can join. These are the pixelated ones right here in the first row. Look at these. Amazing. And I, I'm guessing that um, that there's some real-life painting involved, yeah. obviously, because that's a Tory Bryant thing and mm-hmm. kind of like this merging of like uh, physical and digital art combined so really cool um so look for that again spacebots.io yeah and cool. is that it for the uh for those collections this week we don't have a lot of other stuff going on that's it yeah. um yeah yeah um as far as crypto goes jags have you have you entered that space at all have you dabbled yet I have an idea that I want to execute on, and I am very close. I'm going to run to the restroom. Sorry. Wish you would. I I sent Matt um, one of the first, I guess, drops that I want to do. But the issue is that I want to make it more than just a little JPEG or a looping GIF or something. I would like to make it an interactive experience where whoever buys it can actually download an Unreal game and pick it up and hold it in Unreal. Sure. the way I built it the first time, it looks great in Redshift, but I don't know how to build it the same way in Unreal. Um, because whenever you think about um, UV unwrapping, sometimes there are objects like cubes where there will always be a seam no matter what. So how do you create a seamless looking dice, for example? I hope that doesn't hint on what I'm do- trying to do. <laughs> um, but that's the challenge. I do want to get into the crypto space, but I want to make it more than just a JPEG. And then I've had a couple people will uh, rev was like, dude, you should just post it, just do it. And I'm like, yeah, but I also, it also could be unreal. So I'm like, I don't know if I should just take what I have, do it in Redshift or Octane, make it look really good and then figure out the next interactive steps later. Um, but there's definitely some technical, uh, challenges on making it um real time and interactable versus making it look pretty in cinema 4d octane and redshift have you um have you have you bought anything have you like no had any interest have you maybe scrolled some collections gotten into any of that honestly blake catherine stuff i really like a lot it's so good and uh what got me into that style was um Lil Nas's Montero um that music video and like those bright colors yeah. and then seeing Blake Catherine and some of her I, th- I think she actually did stuff with 
uh, Lil Nas yeah. as well. So I'm mm-hmm. like, that looks so cool. And that's yeah. one of the things that's actually getting me into Octane um, over Redshift. I, I just think the way it reflects, uh, the reflections look just, it looks easy, nicer and easier to pull off in Octane than Redshift. I bet you could probably do the same look, but I've I have not bought any personally yet. Yeah, uh, Blake, we still own a few Blake Catherines. We still own, uh, trying to think what else we own collectively. Of course, Matt has a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, I sold my Beeple. So mm-hmm. I've, got my, I've got my Alien. I've got my, my Dead Mouse, you know, mm-hmm. Head 5. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> head 5. No, I, I follow... I, catch up with it a little bit on twitter and some of it is still like over my head a little bit in the sense that like i i wish it was something i could like hold and interact with and that's why like i want to make something that is you can at least pick it up in a video game so to speak i think was it last week you guys were talking about some new platform where people can make their own avatars for the metaverse like i i was diving into that that's super cool that is kind of where I think it should go, it's just not there yet, and it probably will at some point. It's just a it's a confusing place to be, especially if you are starting out. Like if you're going to make your stuff, you're going to have to promote it. You're going to have mm-hmm. to get on Twitter and you know push those, and uh, you know y- you got to be like ready to go. Like it's yeah, a, it's almost yeah. a full time job. I, you mm-hmm. know, I was talking to Ryan Talbot about that a little bit on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Mm-hmm. You know, just mm-hmm. about the constant, like just being on, you know, mm-hmm. on Twitter, and um, I'm sure we'll we'll talk. I think he's next week, I believe. So yeah, we'll I'm talk excited to him for about that, that next week as well. So yeah, just trying to stall, you know, because Matt was in the bathroom. I'm back. And stuff. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. We we're just talking about uh, how hard it is to just constantly promote on Twitter and, and all of that. It is. You know, if you're, it is. If you're you really know? getting into it. And the 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 biggest like I don't know. There's there's not a good place right now for people to just like post your stuff if you want to sell it, you know? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. eventually it's gonna get to that point. But like yeah. for me it's like or for the casual artist, you know, if you want to sell your stuff, it's it's expensive, you know, mm-hmm. especially yeah. right now with gas fees. You know, you're going to pay right. $300 to mint something. Right. And then it's like, okay, am I going to make that money back? Right. So, right. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look who's here. Oh, hello, Dorpy. Hey, everyone. I dropped by to show off my latest dead dogs collectible. Oh, it's this week's dog droppings. Yeah. Yeah, it's called for setter or worse. <laughs> Show uh, you right here. Love Just it. pausing for dramatic effect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, this is part of the ten thousand piece collection mm-hmm. uh, that I'm 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 paw crafting these one by one. Mm-hmm. Paw crafting them. Right, paw crafting. Right, gotcha. Jax is like, to, what is going on right I, now? I don't know how to interact with this dog. <laughs> you don't have to. It's okay. Okay. You got the classic houndstooth collar uh-huh. and uh, some uh, some some snossage earrings as a status symbol. Oh, you know, you gotta have that. Snossage earrings. I was oh, wondering what okay, those were okay. earlier when you were making them. 
Yeah. Anyway, I gotta go. I got 9,998 more of these to make, and my paws are really tired. Mm. Over 9, your paws are barking. If I can get one done a day, I'll be up to uh, 10,000 by 2049. <laughs> okay, bye. Thanks, Dorps. Gotta automate yeah. that. What? The process? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Dorpy's gonna have to get some, some help from yeah, smear balls right. or something to figure that out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. How do Man, people 10, make those 10,000 pieces? Do they just, like, program in? You gotta watch procedure? last yeah. week's episode. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love that, yeah. like, I'm sitting here talking, and then the live show comes on, and Dorpy, <laughs> Dorpy yeah. just pops his <laughs> head up. Oh, that's, that's funny. Good. That's funny. Uh, yeah, um, I think, uh, I, I think we got pretty extensive with that last week yeah. with okay. uh, with smear balls just talking about and there's different ways people do it like he he to me i think he's the first one that really used cinema 4d to go yeah. down that okay yeah. that okay. route but a lot of people are using other automated systems and houdini and right god knows what else photoshop automations yeah there's photoshop you automations know? you just do all the different yeah. layers you know and you can run a script i've seen those as well mm-hmm. 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 wow cool i'll have to check yeah. that out we have anything else left for the drop? I don't know. I don't think so. No, that's about it. Uh, if uh, yeah. if you or anyone you know has a drop coming up, feel free to email us, info at MoGraph.com. We'll shill it on the show. Cool. Let's get, get back, back to, to the, the regular, regular show. show. All right. Gosh, dude. <laughs> the drop. Drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> it's almost what like... It's almost like... Well, when we were coming into the show... We both uh-huh. said the exact same thing, like all, like three lines of the exact same thing. And then at the very oh, end, we, we both said, let's get back to the oh, regular show. Yeah. It's almost like we've done this 312 times. Right. 313 times. 13. Ooh. Sorry. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like we finish each other's sandwiches. <laughs> yes. Sushi. Sushi. <laughs> John Jag's knee. Yeah. Thanks a lot. For when are you going to come out to Texas? Yeah. Um, I think first week of May is kind of what I'm thinking. Cool. I know we're thinking about getting our suits sooner, but we should probably do some tests beforehand. Yeah, and probably. And some pre-production on that before. On that video we, game that we're going to do. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. um, good. First week of May, second week. I'm thinking May, if that works cool. for you guys. Works for me. Yeah. Yep. Uh, people want to find you on the yes. internet so they can chat it up about Unreal and, and whatnot. Where can they find you? Uh, Instagram at John Jagsney. Pretty much just everywhere. John without an H. Jagsney. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. My dad is John knee. with an H. N E E. Yes, also that. And also not Knights of Knee and I. Right. It is N as in Nancy, E E. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, you are on. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, you on TikTok? Are you doing the TikToks yet? I am on t- I have a TikTok, but I just don't post to it. Same. Um, okay. So it's it's just a dog video uh, supplier for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why doesn't Dorpy have a TikTok? Dorpy does. Uh, he, he, he's, he's on, on our TikTok. Okay. He's TikTok. on our TikTok. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's got he, more videos than the rest of us do. Okay, good. Which yeah. we need to do he's, that one yeah. TikTok idea, Dave, that I had. You know? You're going to have to remind me because I don't remember what that yeah, is. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to shoot that today. And then you could... Uh, oh, okay. You could, you, cool. Y- yeah. All right, let's do it. All right. Uh, we're going to get out here. You can rate us on iTunes, leave a review 
on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe to our newsletter. That goes out every now and then. We're going to have one going out uh, later this month uh, with all the updates and things and uh, maybe a little bit on MoGraph TV so you can get the info mm-hmm. on that. And you can say you've been there, done that. Blah. You can say you've been there, done that. Got the T-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things T-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. Those are always uh, those are the best sellers. Those are the good mm-hmm. ones. And uh, that render is fire shirt, which you are only allowed to wear ironically, unless, unless you're, you're shams. shams. And then the MoGraph Blandishment shirt. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Come hit us up. Join a live or whatever. Say hi. And MoGraph.com. You can see us there. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing else I got. Make sure you join us next week for Ryan Talbot. And uh, check out the lineup at MoGraph.com slash live because we got a lot of fun guests coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, promos, all the info, everything you want to know. Just go to MoGraph.com check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So that's it. Thanks again, John. Thank you guys for bringing me on. It was a real pleasure. Yeah, man. I uh, really appreciate you guys letting me come on, hang out, and also talk about the Halo thing. That Always a lot. fun. Yeah. Always fun. Yeah, and we'll see you in the uh, the Discord after the show, probably. Yeah, probably. I'm sure that uh, if people don't know, they can get in on our Slack. They can also join the Discord. Come mm-hmm. hang out. We, we're just in there with our video on, just hanging out and working all yep. day, every day. All day or a day. Yeah. So check that out. Just hit us up. Email us if you want access to that for now. And that's about it. Till next time, I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. I'm John Jagsney. Have a good one. Later, yo. Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame, frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in the HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software, learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it!
We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.